Hello and welcome to the Nen Show Podcast. It's almost over. Bleach is almost over. Well, it is. It's... It ended. But we're almost done with it. Only just a couple hours left. You'll know how much time. I'm your host, Craftsdorf. This is Mathwiz. We're here. Finally done with Bleach. Yay. <laughs> yep, so at the end we will have our top five characters and arc rankings, um, as per usual. But first, let's respond to comments. Did you have any comments, Mathwiz? I know that there was a comment by MG Dragon just sort of uh, responding to the idea of like rivals in Bleach and like, was there supposed to be one? Did Bleach even need one? Because uh, I know we kind of talked about that a bit last time. Um, mm-hmm. And just to kind of go over again what I was trying to get at last time, because sometimes I tend to be, you know, well, when we've been talking yeah. about Bleach, I tend to be a little more negative, <laughs> a little more uh, disinterested. Um, well, and the other thing is our thoughts don't necessarily come out perfectly when we're talking. Like, I, I, when editing, I'll be like, oh, this is what I meant, but it's not really what how I said it. So, yeah. Um, anyway, go on. Well, yeah, because, like, just, just, I mean, I was saying, like, was there supposed to be a rival character? Not like Bleach really needed one. Um, mm-hmm. And well, it kind of had, like, three or... Because, like, it, it had Ishida in the first and last arcs, then it had Renji and Soul Society, then I forgot about Grimjo, that's what fucked me up. Because in the Arncar arc, it was Grim, Grimjo, and Full, Full Brain didn't really have one, so it kind of had, like, rotating rivals. So, yeah, but, um... I mean, I, d- anyway, I do think that, say. in and of itself, is sort of interesting, that, like, each arc had a, sort of a new rival, quote-unquote, um... Yeah, I, mean, I think that's what confused me, because I was like, Renji's the rebel character, kind of, but Ishida's also kind of the rebel If I just remembered Ichi- or Grimjo, I probably wouldn't have been fine, but uh, yeah. Was that all you had to say, or...? Uh, uh yeah, pretty much. Okay, um, anyway, uh, Jack Kingsky was the one who gave me all the Reddit uh, post links. I would highly recommend reading them, especially the clarifications on uh, Yuobak and the final arc in general. Lots of interesting stuff there. Um... He also asked if uh, we were going to read the novels. Um, I highly doubt you're going to read the novels. <laughs> um, I might when I reread Bleach. I have no idea if I'm even, go- even going to be like, like <laughs> if I have the patience to read them. I don't know, because it's like, how important are they? How much am I going to actually be able to talk about them? Like, I don't know. Or if they have important clarifications, maybe. But like, I don't know. Maybe Or maybe they'll actually be good, and I'll, I'll want to read them. I don't know. I'll have to... Find out when it gets to that point. We had sort of a similar deal with Naruto, and I think this is just a thing with manga, is that, like, there will be these, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, side material, or supplemental material, and I do yes, have to like, wonder... Yes, Naruto has novels, like an Itachi novel or something like that. Um, yes. And, like, at least, maybe it's just a matter of perspective. For me, I know I don't think they should be required reading for, you know, the, the narrative should be able to be crafted within the story itself, but... Um, right. I don't know. So I probably won't go out of my way to read the Bleach. Like, I didn't go out of my way to read the the Naruto stuff, the Naruto, and I yeah, enjoyed yeah. Naruto more than Bleach, so no. <laughs> yep, that's fine. Um, uh, Rezo Nur uh, talked about the repetition of, like, oh, our car is the same thing as Soul Society, and it's like, well, A, I disagree, because, like, the structures of the arcs are still different. Like, uh, Rukia had, like, no autonomy. Orihime, what, you know, was... Techni- technically had some like she really wasn't quite a prisoner like she was um but um so that, that was kind of different in like how she was treated and then she was freed like halfway through the arc whereas rukia was only freed at the end so that led to some different stuff but then and the, the arcs just had two different ten te- types of tension basically but then like the other thing is like all storytelling is repetitive 
Like, One Piece is like, they go to this island and save some dudes. Like, every arc. Every single arc. Um, which, and, um, every, the hero's journey, the three-act structure, like, all, all stories are the same, you could say. So, I don't, I don't care about repetition. I, I just want it to be good. I don't fuck, like, especially the rescue arc, because fucking Hunter Hunter, uh, One Piece has several, uh, Shaman King, uh, fucking Nisekoi is a harem romance comedy, and it has a rescue arc. <laughs> I'm not even joking. So it's like, who cares? You're gonna see rescue arcs if you like Shonen. Why is like it a major crime that Bleach has two in a row? Oh my god, how horrifying! I don't fucking care. Um, uh, that's all the comments I had. I know that there was uh, there was one more comment. Uh, now I can't find it. Oh, um, by uh, is that Jaleck respawn? Whatever. Um, talking about Unohana and how I guess you know I had been kind of wondering this and I figured it was the case, but like throughout the story, I guess. Um, this didn't really, this wasn't really carried across in the Viz translation, at least, because, you know, they don't have, like, Senpai or whatever, um, unless mm. they maybe said, like, oh, Miss Oh, that's Unohana. right, the people who, yes, the people being very respectful for, to, towards, uh, Unohana, yeah, um, that's... because she's actually fucking terrifying. Yeah, that's one of those things that, like, if I went back and, like, reread it, that's when I would notice, but, like, going through, I, there's no way I would have picked up on that, but I figured, like, it was the case, like, there was... That little well, bit. it was the same thing with the Gin and Matsumoto, where you go back and it's like, oh, they tr- they they're treating each other differently than they do other Soul Reapers, like implying there's something between them, and then you find out, oh, there there is something between them, you know. So just that fucking long term build up and pay or long term, you know, foreshadowing. So which I I tend to like, like especially when One Piece is much more like. It, it, direct about it i guess because with one piece i feel maybe it's just because i'm more obsessive about one piece but when, when one piece when something happens i'm like oh it's that thing like to the point where my yeah my friend okay yeah it is just me because i've had friends not notice stuff that where i'm like this character show up and i'm like dude it's that character and they're like what character and i'm like oh my fucking god i hate you <laughs> um, because so it's just me like so yes there's someone out there who's like super obsessive about bleach and totally picked up on every single one of these as it was happening i'm sure just it wasn't us um, so anyway, um, that was your last comment? Yep. You probably said yes, but Discord didn't pick it up. God dang it. Yes, I did say yes. Okay, there it is. Now I can hear you fucking Discord. Um, so anyway, before we actually get into the discussion, uh, we need to kill a joke that's been dead for lo- too long, because I forgot it, like, in both the last two episodes. Um, in the full ring arc, Hitsugaya teleported behind Yukio, and Tsukishima teleported behind Byakuya, um, and then I think in the last stretch of chapters, um... One of the Quincy's, OPA, uh, teleported behind Ichigo, and another one teleported behind Soifon. And that's all the ones that I noticed. So, there it is. The the joke is over and dead, and we can stop. And no, I'm not doing a counter of anything for One Piece. <laughs> I, 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 it was too much work for, for like, no pay. Like, there, I don't even know how many uh, teleports there are going to be, because I don't count until I actually, like, I think it's over 30 but I count in the editing process because uh, it'll be like, oh, this is the third one. You, when, you, when you hear the ding, you can check the screen and see how many there were. So I can't even check because it's the last episode and I forgot. And even then it's like, <laughs> oh, what, well. what's, the, what's the payoff? Like, okay, they did, they teleported this many times. Um, yeah, in, seven, in eight, 600, 700 chapters or whatever. So <laughs> that was a mistake, basically, is what I'm trying to say. Um, so anyway, into the actual discussion. So yeah, Ichigo came back. Saves Kenpachi's ass and gets in a fight with the girls. You get a moment, a brief moment where Basby betrays 
like he, he impale shoots one of the girls because they're like going after Ichigo, but then um then Yuobok comes in and we find out that Ichigo fucked up because he came down in the ro- cuz the robes he came down had the zero company. So, you know, cuz we just found out that the zero company is the only one who can enter the uh spirit king's realm and so with Oken and Ichigo basically brought Yuobok the key. So what I'm wondering, well cuz I th- so hmm you know, Ichigo kind of fucked up by going, by jumping basically right straight down instead of taking the stairs. But I think he always had the robe, so I, he just sort of expedited. I don't know. He he just kind of expedited Yuobok's plan, I suppose. Because if he'd waited, then shit might have been worse on the ground. But Yuobok would have taken longer to get up there. So Ichigo, you fucked up. Oh, we see Ishida. He comes in, and so do Chad and Orihime and all the Soul Reapers, and everyone's here. <laughs> But everyone kind of is like, oh yeah, Ishida probably has a reason to go with the uh, Yuobok, and we do find out what it is later. But uh, it's not really, I don't know, it's, when you're building up to a mystery, and we already know the end of the mystery, then it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Yuobok gets to where the Soul King is, as do, oh, and the, the uh, what's, the, Urahara has his own canon. And I was just, things happening. <laughs> oh yeah, looking at, seeing Ikaku, like, because there were, like, some, like, you know, from... That's the thing about the the ending of Bleach. It's like pe- the way people are saying, like, "Oh, it's terrible," but it's like there were a few things that weren't wrapped up. But it's like I I don't know. It wasn't ba- a bad ending. I didn't think. Um, the one thing I felt like because uh, I feel like Ikaku didn't really get like he he was obviously building up like to you know his through his arc. He got fights in like every single major arc after he was introduced. You know, um, the Arnkar in particular had like uh, you know was setting up something. And he was there during, like, the final parts. Like, he was there with Kenpachi and stuff. But then he didn't get a... F- uh, he didn't get a fight to, like, finish off his character, I don't think. So, or anything to finish off his character, really. Um, so it's like, I wonder if he was, like, sort of one of the, you know, left on the cutting room floor, so to speak. Because Kubo had to... Because, again, Kubo's health was failing. And um, he, you know, he did finish the manga as he, you know, to the conclusion he wanted. But, um... He did want to do more at the same time, so, you know, because he just literally wasn't able to, as we've said several times, but, um, so yeah, he obviously had to make some concessions, and I think Ikaku was one of them. So anyway, I guess we get some fighting, because, uh, we got the fucking lady making zombies, and Kurosuchi made some Arankar zombies, but, um, is this straight up, like, Kurosuchi's fight? Because Kurosuchi's fight in general was, um, oh, okay, no, first is that guy, the fat dude whose thing was love, and he ca- he was like, but it's, well, he was actually just brainwashing dudes, and that was a thing. Did I have anything to say about that? See, that's, a, okay, here's my problem. Um, I read the rest of Bleach, like, right after we finished the end show. <laughs> I skimmed it the other day, a little bit, just to check a couple things, but I didn't skim the whole thing, so it's actually been a little while for me. You just read it, like, within the last couple days, right? Well, the thing is, I, um, Unlike normal, this time I did try to space it out a little bit more because after you had read it, you were like, eh, you're probably not going to be a big fan of this stretch of chapters, just you know, knowing my tendencies with Bleach so far. Um, okay. So I did space it out a bit more, and now my problem is, that, like, not by a whole lot. Like, I finished most of it yesterday, but I did read, like, a little portion a couple of days ahead, and now everything just feels so disconnected that I'm just like, oh, that's right, this was the same stretch <laughs> of chapters. I mean, I don't know. I, there's just, I feel like a problem with this particular episode of the podcast is that i'm not gonna have much to say of much of anything because like, like all the i mean like but... i don't really have much to say about a lot of these fights except kind of like yeah they happened and i liked or did not like them and that's eh. like this fight i guess the uh like with the kurosuchi one the zombie thing was interesting it's again like kubo matching up 
opponents with characters because they have a connection of some sort. Uh, the, 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 the brainwashing and, well, dude. Yeah, I was actually, or yeah, yeah. The brainwashing dude was eh. Um, yeah. The, the Kurosuchi one I was actually thinking of was actually against the left hand, um, later on. Um, that one was good. Um, see, my other thing is that a lot of my, my thoughts are, are coming from like the analysis I read after the fact. Like, that's what's fresher in my mind than what actually happened, or what my actual thoughts on what happened, because, like, right after I finished Bleach, I went and read a bunch of the analysis that I wasn't able to because of the spoilers, and there was a lot of good, good interesting stuff, um, but it's not my thoughts, and I tend to stray away from not saying my thoughts, but now I'm like, wait, what were my thoughts? <laughs> I fucked up. I fucked up. But anyway, um, we get a bit more of, like, Yulbach taking from, you know, his those under him because he keeps taking the power like because he can drain their because uh, well that's the thing he gave them their soul piece of his soul in the first place when they or when we saw that lot from last time since he was a baby he could like trade soul power powers with those and that but he can also take them back at will so um he kept doing that every so often um so what did you think about the fight between uh, if you have a thought to think or to say um between um ichibe and uh yuabak because that was kind of cool. Like the, there was a lot of good art with the fucking paint shit going on, and the powers were cool. Um, I liked it. Well, see that that you talked about art, so I'm just gonna say it now because I I remember there was a comment, uh, or maybe it wasn't a comment. It was a I think it was a curious cat question you got. Someone just asking like, are was Ma- were Mathwiz's opinions maybe a little too informed by that super eye patch wolf video since he hadn't seen Bleach? Um, and one of the things I remember Eyepatch Wolf saying was that the art gets worse around, you know, the the end of the of Bleach, and I just didn't see it. Like, it was pretty consistent up until the end. I mean, maybe he meant, like, literally, like, the last few chapters when Kubo's health was at, at its worst, but I don't know what the comparison he made was. Because the, 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 the Thousand Year Blood War in general had lots of great art, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, uh, one thing that I, like... Of all the problems I have with Bleach, the art was never really one of them. Um, it, no, yeah, the art's great. And that, that was consistent up to up till the end. Um, as for this fight, I mean, it was it sure was a fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's 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 it. I mean, like it, it wasn't a fight that I disliked. It was just a fight that happened. I just don't really have much to say on it. See, like um, if it would like. I know in the past there have been just sort of fights that just kind of happened, but like maybe there's a more technical aspect that I could say, oh, that was pretty cool. But this was like just with the bleach power system. It's just a lot of, okay, here's a thing that I can do. And here's a thing that I can do. And bam, fight. Yeah, though there was the one thing that like uh, with the the sort of twist with Yuavok where he has the almighty and his eyes were closed the whole time. Well, that was like... Because it's, it, it was, you know, he's basically, he's related to the Soul King, because the Soul King has four eyes, but and Yuobok has, like, three for when he activates the Almighty. But, you know, so, um, it's like, it, it's it's kind of like a, it, it felt a bit like almost a Madra setup, like with the Rinnegan, um, where it's like, it makes sense that Madra has the Rinnegan, but it was, it's it, I could see it being a little unsatisfied. Like, I wasn't particularly unsatisfied by Yuobok doing it for some reason, because, um, well, I think with Madra, it was like, you know, he was fighting the main characters, and they did, like, a cool team-up thing, and he's like, oh, yeah, the Rinnegan is evolved from the Sharingan, did you know? And I was like, wait, what the fuck? But with Yuvok, it's like, okay, like, what, if, especially later once you, like, or, well, um, with Yuvok, it's like, um, oh, wait, what, his eyes were closed the whole time? And then you see the, what his eyes actually look like, and it's like, oh, okay, what the fuck? Um, and I guess it was obviously, like, a fight that Ichibei wasn't going to win. Like, not that Naruto and Gara were necessarily obviously going to win, but it's like, I don't know, it, it felt like 
it, it, I don't know. It was. It, I'm trying to think of like what the difference was. Like why I wasn't bothered once. Maybe it just. I mean, at least know, like with I, this fight, also changed or what's up? Like at least with this fight, it did feel like a fight that needed to happen because like it was foreshadowing or not foreshadowing, but it was like introducing this power that that uh Uabak had. So like it's kind of like you can't really cut this fight out, and it's like oh well then how else do we introduce his powers? Like this one made sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and of course, builds up the hype because he just, you know, Squad Zero was said to be as strong as, like, the 13 companies, but then Yobok just runs him over, steamrolls him. Um, and then, of course, we cut to fucking manga stream translation. And this was your first time really reading a manga stream translation, wasn't it? Uh, it was not my first. I have read okay. some before, but it was just, like, with Bleach, it felt especially, like, there was, like, extra whiplash because... You know, reading like sixty-seven volumes of the Viz translation, and then suddenly switching over to a scanlation—it's you know, uh, it like it would have been different if it like if we had been reading that translation up until this point, it wouldn't have felt well. Obviously, it wouldn't have felt like a whiplash. Um, but yeah, it was interesting, very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, manga stream in general is just pretty shit. Like, I don't I don't read anything on their site anymore because there's other sites like Jamini's Box. Um, but it's like, I, it's just, I, I hate how liberal they are with like the language and sometimes even just like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, Kraftdorf. What, like, what are you, what are you, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> yeah. Like Kampachi, like, I'm going to rape you fuckers. Like, fuck off. And then there was a really bad one in one piece where, um, uh, a character mentions, uh, Martha Stewart, who's like a real life celebrity and one piece is a fantasy setting. <laughs> So it doesn't. Why manga stream? Oh, and like I think, uh, did you know? Do you remember any of Seven Deadly Sins? Um, you remember the pig hawk? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do, do, does niggas sound like a thing that the pig would say? No. <laughs> manga stream seems to disagree. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Fuck you, manga stream. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> okay, there's a little tangent. Um. See, initial. I know another thing I noticed, but it was probably just like switching from that more physical scans to i don't know like it just felt more i don't know maybe it was just like the official translation like it had that more of like a grayness to it because it was from the actual volumes i don't know but this was maybe just straight up black and white i don't know something about the art the cleaning feel... job is it was the cleaning jo- job basically because ah, uh, okay scan later's ohio cleaners to to touch up the scans and yeah manga stream really does so so they kind of fuck up the grays like i've seen a comparison like from an attack on titan page from manga stream to the official and the official one had a panel that was like lots had lots of shading so but in manga stream it was basically it was much less there was less contrast so it was like more of a blob so it was kind of shit okay Um, i guess that 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 makes sense why the art felt like it became a little more flat at first i thought maybe it was just because like oh maybe kubo goes back and polishes up the art really well in the volumes but it's probably just because it was manga stream it might be a slight mixture of both, but I definitely think, like, at least the, the black-white contrast is definitely Manga Stream's fault, because all their manga look like this. Um, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Vizards show up, but they end up not doing anything, so I guess there are another ones on the on the cutting floor. And, there, oh, there's the fucking Kenpachi line. As long as I can rape out everything that stands my... Fuck you, Manga Stream. Fuck you. <laughs> so, anyway, I was actually reading some of the analysis, and the Soul King stuff is kind of interesting. Okay, because but here's because there's, like, heavy bleach lore. Like, I don't remember how much of this is actually in, like, the the series, even though you can kind of see some of it, because Yulvok basically wants to achieve a perfect world. Um, but in, apparently, in, in basically, a perfect world is one that, where there's no death. It's basically a paradise, kind of like uh, maybe even a biblical paradise, because the Quincy's are have a Christianity thing going on. Um, but, like, 
So apparently, in like the the lore is uh the, the what there's basically so, something happened that because the world was originally a paradise and then something shit happened and i think the idea is that like the soul king and soul society were evolved like soul society ha- is kind of the reason that the the world is flawed basically but um and this so well because uh the soul king is um is actually like more of a prison like he's not like the king of soul society he's more like a prisoner of soul society because his existence like as was majorly important in the final arc his existence tied the world the worlds together and if he died then um the worlds would combine again and return to that deathless uh paradise um which um would yeah i i believe that's how it goes um cuz well later on there's a bit where um the right hand of the soul king um and ukitake he like uses he uses the right hand to sort of keep the soul king alive so or keep the worlds together basically even though the soul king was attacked and cuz yobak was surprised that that happened um, but, well, because also the right hand is supposed to be, you know, stagnation, uh, keeping things the same. Um, so, uh, you know, it makes sense. Um, I forget what my point was. <laughs> my brain's fucked up. I woke up and it's not feeling very well. Um, but yeah, the Soul King gets fucked up. And then since Ukitake uh, took control of the, or, you know, took the place of the Soul King, then Yuobak's, uh plan kind of failed, so he had to merge with the Soul King so that he could... Um, you know, combine the worlds himself. So that's basically what happened there. Um, oh yeah, and Kyoraku uh, goes to see Aizen, and, and that was kind of nuts because he's like, <laughs> he got stronger of just sitting in a chair for like two years. <laughs> Fucking Aizen. Because <laughs> I guess the thing is, is that like after the, um, you know, he's still like transcended. So even though he doesn't have the whole Gyoku anymore, because I'm pretty sure that got removed. He's still, or no, he rejected him. But he's still like beyond something beyond like a soul reaper. So, um, cause he was like stuck in a chair for like most of the arc and he was still doing some fucking crazy ass shit. So, cause he's fucking Aizen. Oh yeah, so Grimjo was alive after all. That was kind of surprising. Yeah, I like I had I had talked to you about this off the podcast. Like, what what happened to Grimjo? Where did he go? Cause like it didn't seem like Ichigo killed him, and then boom, here he is. Wait, did we not talk about it on the last podcast? Um, because we were talking about how like even if he was alive, he, uh, Halibel was outranked him, so she would have been the top dog. But he didn't show up in the Arankar stuff, uh, and yet so here he is. So he was actually alive. I thought that was on the last podcast. Maybe it was in private. Um, no, maybe um, it was. You're probably right. Okay. So yeah, that was kind of surprising, because I, I I seriously thought he was gone. Well, because it's like, I remember hearing a spoiler of someone talking about how, like, oh, Nell and Grimjaw are back, but I, and I, did, I didn't, like, so I've had that in my mind for ages, but I wasn't sure if it was, like, going to happen or when it was, because, like, I wasn't reading Bleach, so my memories of Bleach spoilers are all over the place. So I wasn't sure if they were actually dead or not, and then here they are, so. Oh yeah, and Riruka and Yukio, too, so just, like, so many fucking recurring characters, because Kubo loves all his characters, and he... He just can't help himself. And Grimjo's, of course, doing the the classic rival trope where he's like, um, yeah, but if, uh, like, like the kind of, like, if someone else beats you, I can't beat you. Because, you know, his whole reason for helping Ichigo is that, um, you know, if everything is returned to, you know, zero to a perfect world, there's nothing, you know, to do. So, like, he can't fight Ichigo if, if uh, Yuobak wins, basically. Which is, like, the whole reason everyone's against him. Um, like, Aizen too. Yeah, yeah, because ev- everyone's course- got like, oh, Aizen doesn't want to be controlled by someone else, and you know, Grimjo wants to fight Ichigo, and yeah, everyone's got a thing. Yeah, well, Aizen's got a whole god complex, so of course he wouldn't let someone else become god, right? 
just makes sense to me. So anyway, Yul yeah, Yulbach merges with the Soul King and just just starts you know remodeling the world with you know into, as, as he's trying. I think he has to like regain power to do the whole the, to do everything he needs to do. Um, and everyone goes in to invade and fight him because they gotta save the universe. <laughs> oh yeah, and then we get um a fight. Okay, see, I was just thinking about this because I was thinking about how back in Soul like you know the idea that oh every, people like the Soul Society characters uh, better than the ones that show up later. Which is fine, um, but I was thinking about it for a second, and I realized like the way Kubo introduced characters and and their fights because the thing was is that like okay think about the second half of Soul Society you had like Yumichika got a fight, um, Kenpachi got a fight, um, these were but these were you know these were new characters, but then and Renji got a fight um, all against other Soul Society members, but like the thing was is that before they got those fights. They had already gotten fights against like main characters like Ichigo and well Ganju was te a temporary ally who we the audience knew but basically he fought Yumichika and I don't like I don't think there's ever really been a fight that didn't have a character we already knew that maybe there have been some that I forgot but like you know like when Kurosuchi fought Grant we already knew Kurosuchi from Soul Society because he fought Ichida that kind of thing like it's it kind of like webs out you could say like once this character's had a, had a fight we know that character so they can have a fight with another new character and. You know, it'd be fine. But then this one, I, I realized that this one was kind of different because it was like uh, Basby versus, um, what's his name? Uh, ha, 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 how am I supposed to fucking pronounce these fucking names? Um, Jugram. Okay. Yeah, because these, I don't think either, oh, ba Basby was doing some fighting earlier, but we didn't really know about a lot about these characters. Like, we kind of seen them. So this was a fight that, like, was it, it it it's a bit different from how Kubo usually introduces his characters and fights kind of but but he but we also got like a dedicated flashback to just these two and I thought it was a good flashback with the two as Quincy's in training kind of um wanting to be um in Yuobaksa army pretty much what did, did you have a thought about it or I mean it was I guess it made uh it made the fight that he had earlier against uh well I know he had the one against Hitu guy I don't remember if he had any other fights aside from that but like or which character uh, Bazby oh did Bazby fight his he's a guy and I forgot yeah it was in the last the, the, the last stretch because he was he was there for the invasion part and I guess this made I don't know this made that fight a little less uh made it feel a little less pointless because like we got to set up his character there and then here we he's got this role to play so we already know who he is kind of but yeah I, I don't know it was a neat flashback I liked it in the fight and I, th I think I saw a post, I don't know if I linked it or not, but there was apparently someone pointing out some, like, direct parallels between Jugram and Basby with Ishida and Ichigo. Um, I don't remember any of them, but uh, the idea is neat. Um, but yeah, you do have, like, Basby and, like, a few of the other Quincy's kind of rejecting Uobox method. Like, it, it felt like a bit like Soul Society now, I think about it, where you have the people underneath kind of rejecting what's above them. Um, and having, because their ideals have changed a bit, so... You know, like, because Basby's seen what Yulbach will do to achieve his goal, you know, if that means sacrificing everyone under him. But a lot of the Quincy's are fine with that, because, you know, the idea of a perfect world is probably... I don't know how much they, they should know about the goal, I suppose. But, um, yeah, because I don't think they even care about, like, the, the, the whole Quincy-Soul Society rivalry thing, honestly. Um, okay, now you get the fight between the left hand of the Soul King and Kurosuchi. Well, Kenpachi's also kind of there, but Kenpachi just gets fucking wrecked. But yeah, I did like this fight, because it, it, it fed into the whole passing of the torch thing with Nemu, and we got a bit more characterization for Kurosuchi. Um, 
I did like that aspect. Uh, I did like that aspect of it, but there's also part of me which th- that just thought that this fight dragged on way too long. Like I just what his opponent was a hand. I didn't really care. <laughs> like I I like the the passing of the torch thing. Well, you know what what whatever sort of a passing of the torch you were able to get out of that because then the character well. Eh. Well, like the thing was, is well, it's uh, it's more of maybe it's not less passing. Well, because he created Nemu kind of died, so I'm not sure about passing the torch now. I think about it, but he did make another one later, as we found out. Well, because it's like the thing was, is his whole it's it, Kurosuchi definitely has grown because like his whole thing was like, um, you know, the he like he when she was like defending him and going against his orders, um, you know, she was making herself too valuable to lose. And, you know, and so it was like, like, his whole thing is that, you know, perfection is pointless, you know, growth has to be constant, but Nemo also kind of grew in a way that kind of went against what he wanted, so, um... I did think it was... You know, and, and you know, well, because Nemu evolved and progressed beyond his expectations, which is what he wanted, but it also wasn't what he wanted in a way, so it's kind of interesting. Like, there's, like, a conflict there, so... I did think it was sort of um, interesting that you kind of got... I'd, uh, I assume that it was sort of, like, in Kurosuchi's mind, but, like, you got the scientist Arankar guy came back for a, a moment there, was just like, yeah. hey, you you told me that perfection was impossible and that it was pointless to strive for it, but now you're all upset because you created this perfect thing, and or you thought it was perfect, but turns out it's not, and blah, blah, blah. So that was kind of interesting for his his character that like yeah well because it, it kind of like represents him like the, uh, the opposite of his worldview to and kind of him what's what's the word i'm looking for um rationalizing it um yeah because well that's the thing i've real i've realized about like the, th- the like because we talked about it in the r and car stuff and like the how the thing there's so many fucking ideas with bleach and i kind i think i've maybe talked about it with the full brain too where it's like every character kind of has their own thing and like um you know, because with Kurosuchi, it's, you know, science, progress, perfection, um, or, uh, you know, and then with Ikaku, it's, like, luck, um, and then, so, and they kind of, like, with this, it's, you know, Kurosuchi, you know, his progress is definitely in line with the whole, you know, going forward thing, um, because, you know, he does create a new Nemu in the end, so, you know, and presumably, you know, his idea, you know, he, he does seem to have gotten a bit of character, a little bit of character development, you know, it's cool, but I don't know, I was pretty into the fight, like, I didn't mind its length. Maybe there's just... Like, some of these fights, I did enjoy them for, like, you know, the like showcasing whatever the character was and, you know, some sort of growth. Like, both of Kurosuchi's fights were interesting in that, you know, it was Kurosuchi and, you know, getting more to look at with his character. But then at the same time, it's just, I think the execution of it where it's just, I'm not a big fan of Bleach's style of battling. So when the fights end up being longer, it's just more of, I more of things I don't like generally. <laughs> okay. So sure. it's not necessarily that the fight was even bad to begin with. It's just not to my taste, and so yeah. Well, because that's the thing is that there were some people say, "Oh, the execution's bad," but it's like you couldn't say anything less vague. Like it, it, it just like what does that mean? Like it feels like it feels like the same with someone saying bad writing. It just feels like someone like you're at least admitting it's not to your taste. Because I don't know what else bad execution means, it's that in the, except that it's not to your taste. Because unless you can just explain why it's bad, in which case you don't need to just say it has bad execution. So I don't know. Um, sorry, you just reminded me of something, and I, that had I felt the need to address. Oh yeah, because like most of my complaints with the fights are just that I don't find like the dynamics of it to be interesting. Like the yeah i just don't find it interesting so it's not that it's a bad fight it's just i don't think it's an interesting fight to me personally and that's just a lot of bleach 
Yeah. Well, I guess another thing I just realized, because the, the thing with the, you know, the progress and stagnation, because I had, think I had this point out in a Curious Cat question where it's like, the Quincy's are all about evolution and progress, and that's what the, kind of the left hand is, that's why the left hand is working with them. Um, but the Soul Reapers are kind of about, like, you know, they want things, they're, they're, they have been more stagnant. Like, they have changed, but overall they will also want, they don't want the world to change again. But because, the, ironically, like, the world they live in is one that will change eventually, but the one that Uavok wants is an, is a world of stagnation. So there's like, it's like a yin-yang kind of deal, where it's, like, reversed. So, um, well, it's, and I, that's kind of what the fight was, I guess, was Kurosuchi, you know, someone who is into scientific progress and going forward, like, it's sort of, you know, what's the, you know, I guess kind of differentiating him from, you know, the... Quincy's a bit maybe because you know he his progress surpassed the progress of the the less left hand so because I guess you, you know at the end of the day the Quincy's do want a perfect world and Kurosuchi's like nah fuck that uh, so yeah even if it not directly um, you know his ideals just do not line up with the, what they want even if he is all about progress so yeah so yeah I don't I, I don't know I liked it <laughs> anyway then we get uh, Kyoraku and Nanao versus the uh, sniper dude. Um, which I don't have as much to say about it. Definitely, um, even more than the Kurosuchi one, like definitely about the passing of the torch because you have um, Nano's like involved and Kiyoraka is helping her. Um, I think there's actually a post I have in the description going into this fight because apparently the sword that they use is like, it's the um, it's like the sword that also separated the arms from the Soul King. Like, um, it's kind of an important sword. Um, I don't remember where that was. Maybe it was in the actual fight and I missed it. But, um, yeah, and, um, apparently, like, the, the actual fight is structured in an interesting way. Like, like it's structured like a play. Like, even the chapters are, like, scene one or, or some or, or theater suicide. Like, they, they mentions the theater aspect to it. Like, I don't know, it's... The fight's, like, interesting in ways I never would have picked up on. And I can't even explain very well because I don't even fully understand it myself. <laughs> so I just read the post. It was cool. It's, uh, let me find it. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Kyoraku Anano O versus Lilie on its Reddit post. Um, give that a look. Cause I, do you have anything to say about the fight? No. Like, I had a little bit to say about the first <laughs> no, fight. This one, even less. Well, that's why I said you were, I knew you weren't going to like the stretch chapters because it's just more fights. Like, the you know, these fights are like ending the character arcs and stuff, but you haven't been into that from the beginning. So, the, so it's like, yeah. That's fine. You know, I told, like I said, I knew you weren't going to be into this. Yeah, I mean, it, sure enough, like the, the, you aren't. the character stuff is interesting, but then it's just like the actual fights themselves just aren't. Well, yeah, they're, the fights are in service of the character stuff. Like, that's that's what, like, again, like, because uh, I've talked about before, it's like, I, I feel like actually maybe it was an Akira's Cat question. And maybe I kind of talked about some of this on an older one, but it's like, there's four ways to rate a fight. There's, um, you know, emotional, you know, your personal connections of the fight. Um, there's technical, which is, like, how the, the mechanics of the fight, like, Jojo and Hunter x Hunter are, do, have, you know, notable technical fights. Then there's, like, you know, thematic, you know, character, you know, what's going on. And then there's, like, visual, you know, how well is it animated or choreographed or drawn, you know. And Kubo really does well with, like, the visuals and the char- the, the thematic, or maybe, you know, like, or at least the character stuff. But, like, te- the technical things of the fight is pretty much just, like, characters introducing abilities. Like, there there have been a few, like, more technically interesting fights. Like, I like the one with uh, Byakuya and Tsukishima back in uh, Fullbring. But, like, that's, like, the only one I can think of that was notable on, like, a technical level. Because most of them is just, like, 
because it's like with those two characters we knew their powers before their yeah. fight and so their fight is just like going through their powers like we already so but with ble- most bleach fights you're introducing powers as they fight yeah. like Kurosuchi and like i remember back when urahar was doing shit in um the car and the iron car stuff and he like or maybe it was soul society but he came up with he had like a, a, a fake guy and it was like they used as like a dummy like a, a naruto clone technique or something like that and it came out of nowhere but at the same time it's like well it's urahara of course he would have something like that yeah. um so i didn't mind it too much but um and i feel like so yeah it's just like the, like because i definitely understand like like um like ideally a fight would have all four um but Bleach only really focuses on two, so well. And, well, okay, one of them is like very personal, so I should have said three. But well, uh, for for me, I like to com- to make a comparison to say My Hero Academia, where the fights aren't super complex either. Like they're those are f- relatively simplistic. Like there's not there's generally isn't uh, too much of a technical thing going on with it. But like I don't know with Bleach, I don't really feel much pathos out of the out of the fu- well. Not all like some of the fights have it, but. I don't know, like, a lot of these more fights that are just building up to Uobak, like, I'm not, I, and it's not not just with this arc, like, all throughout Bleach, I've kind of felt this where most, like, maybe not most, but a bunch of the fights don't really hit me on that, that level, they don't really hit me with pathos to make me, like, okay, to make me care about it, even if, like, it's not yeah, very technical. Yeah, they don't get you on the emotional level at, at all, like, they, it's, with Hero Academia, you like the characters better, you're more interested in the characters, or for whatever reason, emotionally it gets you you know harder but with bleach you know even if you could say like like i you know if you read that the 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 post on nano and kyoraku and we're like okay yeah this is good on you know several levels but you still that does, that's not going to make up for the lack of emotional connection like no matter how quote unquote good it is you know and because you're going to be like well why does this matter why should i care you know though i've also mentioned that i, I kind of find it interesting how kubo like wants to focus on so many fucking characters like it's insane like because again it's like sure even if like i wasn't into like fight that that like any of you michika's fights because i don't really care for that character but if someone does, like, you know, why should I just, like, say, oh, this fight is bad because I don't like it personally? Yeah. You know, someone likes Yumi Chika a lot, you yeah, know? Like the, so the... why not why, why not just let them have this? You know, like I said before, it's not that the so, fights are bad. Okay. I just don't like them. Because um, yes, I even that's, said, that's like, the, you well, bring up the, the Yumichika, like, the one Yumichika fight that was all about beauty back in the, the Arankar arc. I didn't, like, okay, there's an yeah, idea a... here. that That's cool. But, like, I feel like yeah, a fight needs like, to at least no... have my investment either in like, a technical level where I'm interested in the mechanics or on an emotional level, like, I'm interested in well, the pathos or whatever's being yeah. conveyed. Um, right, so you, you, you're more interested in... Yeah, that's fine. And, and that's uh, more know, of, like, I an like entertainment the aspect to it, like even if... Something to... Right. Like, I, I love a technical, tec- technical fight, um, but, you know, at, at least at least with, a, like, one that's uh, more about ideologies, I can say, okay, yeah, that's cool, you know? Because I do think I like technical fights more. Like, I love creative power uses, Um but I don't mind, you know, the the more thematic fights. So, which Bleach loves. Like, if I loved the thematic fights and didn't care about the technical ones, I'd like Bleach even more. Um, I think. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting because I never thought about like rating like how much I like each of the four aspects. Because like visuals and stuff are cool, but I don't like. I'm not, you know, it's it's like like the Sword of the Stranger has really great sword fights like throughout the whole movie. And, like, they're visually cool, and I kind of like the movie on that alone, even though, like, there's not a lot of, like, um, technical, like, creativity or, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, like, the, uh, maybe there is more of a thematic thing going on than I remember. I don't know. It's been a while since I saw it, so. I don't know. There's, like, a lot of different ways to rate a fight, so. And it's kind of neat to. Because that's the thing. Well, because another thing I just realized with the, 
there being so many fucking characters in Bleach is that, like, yeah, well, every one of them, like, someone's go is going to be someone's, like, one of their favorite characters ever. Um, just because it's, that's just how, like, popular things work, is, like, like, with Pokemon, there's 800 of the fuckers, but one of, every one of them is someone's favorite, for some reason or another. But the, the thing is, is that because there's so many characters in Bleach, even if there's, like, ones that, like, you know, everyone will like someone, most people are not gonna like all of them, yeah. or care. You know, so because there, because there are so many, like I can't, and like Renji's like a one I don't care about, but he's one of the, he's been in the top ten character polls several times. Like he's a liked character. I just personally don't care about him. You know, but I mean I could say the same thing about Kakashi or Jiraiya, even though I got more out of Kakashi or Jiraiya than I did Renji. Um, so maybe bad example, but like because they were also popular characters, and I was like, yep, they sure are doing what works for the story. Um, so yeah. So anyway, moving on. But yeah, I guess like I guess a final point is like we were you know we neither of us were too into this fight, but like whoever wrote that post was super into this fight. So it's like that's kind of, which is kind of you know feeding my points on like someone likes you know these aspects of Bleach even if like they're not for everyone. So yeah. Um, so anyway, moving on, we get to a uh, Miracle Garard, the giant dude who fought like everyone. Um, I'm not see, I'm not sure if I had to, like because like. You get some stuff happening, but ultimately the fight ends because Yuabak ends it. Oh, no, wait, I guess before you get that, you get uh, Yoruichi and Urahara, and uh, technically also Grimjo against uh, the one uh, dude with the lock of hair in, fr on it, or in front of his face. That fight I also wasn't too into. Yeah, um, the thing with it, with this I mean, guy Yoruchi's was there was hot, a lot of, like, cutting, oh, cutting back to and away from, so, like... Grimjo was chasing him down, but then, oh, Grimjo got poisoned, and so he's not there. And then Ichigo's chasing him down, but, oh, Ichigo got poisoned, and so he's not there. And then... Oh, yeah. His power was neat. I, I like the idea of being able to make anything toxic See, and, like, or not one, toxic. One thing that I can so. go back and, like, retroactive, retroactively say now is that, like, even if I didn't particularly care for the previous fights with these characters where they were fighting Squad Zero, I at least recognized that those mm -hmm. fights were important, especially, like, these are the big climactic battles before the Yuabak fight. Um, so, like, having those abilities established yeah. ahead of time is kind of a necessary thing to do. So, you know, those were... Like, the the previous fights, and, I, well, and I the would fights, be a little more interested they were really in them short. knowing what they were meant to do now. Yeah, and well, they were also really short. Like, the only real long Squad Zero fight was uh, um, the Yuabak. Uh, like, the other ones, I you know, were kind of... Fairly, relatively, as, at least they were quick by Kubo's standards. Let's yeah, be real I guess here. so. Because <laughs> Kubo, Kubo does long fights. Because well, again, they have to be just by the medium, like because there's so many pages or, or no, so many big panels, and you know that's just how he draws his stuff. He likes lots of impact and such. So yeah, shit. There's like it's okay. Yeah, see, I'm like trying to talk, but it's cutting around. Like there's the miracle guy, there's the poison dude, and then Ichigo bumps into fucking Ishida, and I'm like, well, shit. What do we talk about first? <laughs> But yeah, we do find out Ishida's deal that like he doesn't like he yeah he doesn't care about the Quincy's or Soul Society. He just wants to you know he's he's just interested in his friends. So yeah, that should have been what I expected the whole time. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of each of Ishida's you know role in this arc. Like I mean, I guess it was it was fine, but like I like the payoff in particular. And well, because his ability antithesis like okay, someone pointed out because we were talking about how like. We didn't know how he survived Yobok's stuff. Um, I think someone pointed out, because him, Jugram, because Jugram has balance, um, 
Ishida has Antithesis, and Yuobak has Almighty, and it's basically like a rock, paper, scissors against each other. Because, you know, Yuobak is Almighty, so he can just change what happens, um, balance, you know, balances things out, and um, Ishida Antithesis, like, reverses things. So he can reverse Almighty, um, but balance just can just um, alter whatever he, uh, you know, reverses, and, you know, ne ne negate it, or ne not negate it, like, neutralize it, kind of. Well, Yuobak can just, like, undo any balancing, so it's like a rock, paper, scissors thing, so kind of neat. But, like, I'm trying to think, like, what fight do we fucking talk about first? Because it keeps jumping around. <laughs> okay, yeah, so I guess the first one is the Yorichi one, which I don't have much to say about. Except that Yorichi's kind of hot, but, like, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, except they all die. Yeah, Everyone that... Die, I, I guess. Yeah, that didn't really sit too well with me, and I this is, like, a, a real nitpick on my part, probably. But it just felt like they kind of... Their death was kind of pointless. Like, I know with Urahara, he's like, oh, sorry to leave everything to you, Ichigo and Rukia, but, like... Why did he have to... Like, it doesn't feel much like a passing of the torch moment here, because what was his death in service of? Like, Well, yeah, because he, he, Yorichi, and I guess Grimjo all... Maybe they died. Like, I, th I think they died. Maybe it was confirmed somewhere, because I think someone clarified it for me, but I forgot. Because uh, I've gotten some... Like, on Curious Cat, I've, I've, I've got a few followers who are, like, super into Bleach, and they've been linking to me a bunch of Bleach analysis that I've also read, and or clarifying things individually. Like, I, when this episode goes up, I'm going to get, like, 30 Curious Cat questions from the dude, like, just sort of listen... As he listens through and has things to comment on, and he... he and now he, he's probably writing something right now about uh, me commenting about him, even though I don't know who he is on Twitter. He's just anonymous. But it's like... So I, I feel like this got clarified, but I... I, I guess, because they didn't show up again afterwards, so I, I guess, like, the takeaway is that they're fucking dead. Um, but yeah, I don't know if the, uh, if there's is any more takeaway to it to it beyond that. It's just they're fucking dead, you know? Because, well, I like the bit where he's, like, you know, the five people who are the biggest threat to uh, Yuobak, you know, um, like, who who was it? Like, Kenpachi is fucking strong, um, Ichigo's unpredictable, um, and Urahara's a smarty boy. Um, oh, uh, yeah, uh... So Aizen is, you know, just fucking, he's got crazy spirit energy, and Ichibe has, a uh, Ichibe has, a uh, is, you know, wise and knowledgeable, so, um, what did you have to say? Well, I, like, I don't know, this wasn't a fight, or not, not, not the fight, rather, but just, like, I, like, when I'm thinking about, like, oh, the, uh, whether or not these characters died, it was, like, I think... Like, I know a character like Gein was a character that I did like having in the story, but, it, like, even when he died, I was, like... I know at the time I did sort of complain about it, but looking back on it now, I don't really have any issues with it, because, like, it makes sense for his character arc that, like, this was, you know, the price of his vengeance. Like, he, he ended up dying because his, you know, his uh, desire for yeah, vengeance yeah. consumed him. Whereas with Urahara... And, like, also, if Yorichi and Grimjo ended up dying here, it's almost like... With, with Grimjo in particular, I almost wonder, why did he have to make a cameo? What exactly did he accomplish that couldn't have been accomplished by someone with, else? Um, yeah, well, yeah, that's pretty much it. He was the one who happened to be around. Because, like, yeah, that's, I think... I wonder if this is maybe a casualty of Bleach's uh, yeah, ending, yeah, it did. like, looking this... at the page count, like, I'm only 500 pages away from the end of the series, so I'm wondering if this... But it's, like, because mm, it's hard... I don't want to just, like, make that excuse for, like, every little thing that's wrong about the ending, because it feels, like, a bit unfair. Like, I, but I don't know... Well, yeah, because, like, like, it doesn't because, mean like, that it's it, it good just, just like... because, like, oh, Bleach had a, you know, Bleach had to end because of Kubo's no, yeah. health, so it, it's just, like, this could be why this happened, because, like... The, yeah, it's like an ex, but it, it's still unsatisfying because it's like, well, he, like, because all I can think of is like, okay, Urahara was the guy with the contingency for everything, um, but he, you know, he still was in a situation where he basically had to die. So, 
uh, okay. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe I'm missing something to the characters involved here. That would make me under, cause that's the thing with Bleach is I feel like, like when, when there's something in Fairy Tale that's, that's weird and I don't get it or just outright like a contradiction. <laughs> okay. Fairy Tale is a bad example, but it, like, you know, I, I know Fairy Tale well enough that I, like, I know it's a fuck up, but with Bleach, like it, it could be, there's so much, Kubo, like, there's so many fucking Buddhism references and Christianity references and Nietzsche references. <laughs> I'm just like, and like, the fucking play shit with the Kyoraku stuff. I read through the fight and then I go read, and they're like, oh, he structured it like a play. And I'm like, wait, oh, okay. And then it was like, and then explaining like the other th- details to the fight. I'm like, oh, okay. I never would have caught any of that. I also feel like part of the issue <laughs> so, is that, like, it, like, Bleach, like, if Bleach references a lot of things, it, like, that, that's cool. I guess, like, to to draw a comparison, like, Kaguya in Naruto, she's a reference to this, uh, like, well, obviously, uh, I think, I forget what the myth is called, but it's, you know, Kaguya, the Princess tale, Kaguya. The tale of Princess yes. Kaguya. But, like, yes. so it's cool that she's a reference to this thing, but that doesn't mean that she's well integrated into the, the Naruto story. It doesn't mean that that makes her, like, she's not a good final villain just because she references well, this thing. Well, I guess the difference is that, like, the, with Naruto, the reference, like, I don't, think the references like like well because like with, with okay one post in particular that like the real there one I like it's real hounds that one was really good um it was just talking talk about in general, but like the, it's like this the references aren't like like how should i put like it? i think like a um, good example like a, an example of what i would think is a good reference in bleach is like the the stuff with eisen and how it's all like a reference to like the ubermensch and yada 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 but like it's cool that it's a reference to that, but it also works on its own within the narrative of Bleach because, like, Aizen's doing this thing to achieve this power to change the world and da-da-da-da-da. And, like, Ichigo's got to stop him. And, like, especially with, like, the role of Urahara as, like, the last man uh, yeah, or whatever, like, it, it, what... it, it works in the narrative of Bleach as well as being a reference to this philosophy. Yeah, yeah. And I guess the thing is, like, well, with the Kiraku one, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mentioning, that I, I, like, I, I read the post a while ago, so I don't fully remember it. But so the question is, like, what meaning do you take from it beyond just the, it being a reference? You know, like, um, the, the Nietzschean connections with Aizen and Ahara, like, they, they make it like, oh, okay, now I understand more what it was going for. Because it's all there. Like, the one partic- part in particular that, like, blew my mind about that post was the cleaner in the, uh, in the interbetween, like, Soul Society and, um the the human world that because uh, Eisen just like like because um it was like uh, it like the way you put it it was more of a logic problem like um soul soul reapers were like oh we can't that, uh, attack that thing it'll uh, it'll it's it's super powerful we just need to run and Eisen's like no uh, like it was like so basically like soul society had this rule that no one questioned or thought about because it was like a long standing tradition yeah. and Eisen's like question everything because that's like the Nietzsche's whole thing. And he destroys it because it probably wasn't really like it was probably strong, like it was probably super dangerous, like hundreds of years ago. And it, it, the myth, the myth around it was stronger than the actual thing, you know. And, I mean, Eisen is like crazy strong, and anyway, so like because I guess people bitched about it like from a power scaling perspective, like oh, this doesn't make sense. But but that's like the point. Yeah. <laughs> the point is that it's not supposed to make sense. It's because well, it's or, or rather the logic that the rules were founded on was faulty. Um, is what so yeah it's kind of interesting in that so you know knowing the things might help deeper understand it and like people have gotten a lot of interesting things out of bleach like you know i'm gonna say it again there's a lot of good analysis out there um that's just like especially the clarifications they just like click so much into place like i should have recommended you read them um 
because then I wouldn't be like struggling to remember them because I read them like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, um, see, this I'm not gonna have this problem with One Piece because I've read One Piece like three times, three or four times, so I just remember everything. Um, I guess I'm also a little salty anyway, I because I about... liked the, the dynamic, like, I like the dynamic between Yorichi and, and uh, Urahara, and so then if it's just like, oh, now they're dead, and it, their deaths felt kind of pointless, then it's like, no, Kubo, why? Yeah, see, like, maybe... Maybe someone will have some meaning to take from it. You know, it's Bleach. That's the thing. Is like, I feel like someone out there gets this, you know, even if not, not everyone, uh, like, I don't know. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, though, because maybe there's some stuff. Because the thing with Naruto is, like, the flaws are way more, like, apparent. Yeah. And, like, agreeable. Like, I don't think like, most people agree that the Sharingan is bullshit. Um, but with Bleach, there's always, like, a dissenting voice somewhere with, like, a fucking essay explaining why it's not actually a problem. And I'm like, oh, that's neat. Um, so, yeah. I, um, I I do also think that it's just yeah, that it, it the ending like this is some of the details like this part feel kind of rushed like maybe there would have been more to expound upon like we don't really see anything um, like when we do get the the two sort of uh, uh, time skip chapters where it's sort of wrapping things up and we see mm-hmm. all these different characters there's no real reference to Urahara or Yorichi like what happened to them or reference to anything so it just yeah, kind of like feels they gotta be dead yeah. They, like I can't see a reason they would have shown up because they're soul. Well, they're there's soul. They would have been a lot, you know, t- totally like fine. I mean, none of none of the soul reapers aged a lot, you know. Or even um, like with with Grim Joe, we don't get like a uh, a thing of like, oh, these two they had a battle at one point, or just something to say that like, you know, just this is a deep. I, I don't know what I'm trying to get at here. I'm just gonna stop. I I, I kind of get. There's no that like. I don't even think we see any of the characters react. Like, uh, that everyone dies, and that's especially, it. Yeah, like, they're no longer I, in the story anymore. Now that you anymore. mentioned that, like... I don't think. If, uh, especially, like, for it being sort of like a passing of the torch thing, like, it would have been kind of cool. Like, think of what we had with Jiraiya. When, when he died, like, you kind of cut to Naruto for a bit there, where he just, like, had a little moment, and, like, he didn't know what it was. He couldn't explain it. But then you also had, like... From Jiraiya's perspective, like, here I am, Naruto, I'm passing the story to you. You are the sequel to my book, blah, 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 blah. You know, that sort of thing, where it's just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, okay, this well, character's dead. Well, it's like you were talking about before, and... where, like, a lot of shonen deaths are very grandiose, but this was just kind of like, everyone's yeah. dead, the end. Like, and it's like, very, it's like the opposite, kind of not what you expect. I mean, like, I don't have a problem, necessarily, with, like, Bleach has had deaths in the past that weren't very grandiose, and I was sort of okay with it, um... For example, like when uh, Tosin died, he, well, never mind that. That was maybe, you know, never mind. Forget, I'm not going to name an example because I know that they're in there and I'm not going to think of them now. But like with <laughs> Urahara, because of how integral he was to the story, like he'd be the guy who who shows up and like he facilitated a lot of the events that happened. Like he trained Ichigo. He yeah, was his he was, mentor. He was a pretty major like side character. And to yeah. just have nothing um, really there and he that just he just sort of. Yeah, poof. it's just like he's he's just we, he's gone. Oh, uh, yeah. Um. And then it just goes into the the um, fight with the uh, or uh, Gerard, and he's you know, and then it's like, and then yeah, Urhar never really gets brought up again. It's like, oh, okay, um, yeah. But even then, like there were just certain things that felt kind of off. Like we introduced Yorichi's younger brother, and it's like 
in I the second. Well, I mean, I think she she it was mentioned that she had her family before that she kind of left. Um, well, I mean, you know, like, they, I mean, they, you know, I, I didn't don't know if it was mind it. It was definitely to... well, it's it's definitely weird of Kubo to introduce a new character this fucking late in yeah, the that's, story. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, um, and maybe it was supposed. And there was, I guess, a slight little passing of the torch there because he was like trying to impress his big sister. I but think, then I also wonder, like, with with the way and that like the thing did, exploded or and or like the poison thing that killed everybody, like, was the younger brother also caught up in that like we don't know we didn't see anything mm, of, like, I, ho- I don't this character inherited oh, shit, the, I the family I, I, I need to reach check again um and i'm already past that in, in my <laughs> scroll through so <laughs> and then there's also like nell what like there was a moment where like stuff was happening and you cut to nell on the outside and it looked like she was gonna charge into the thing and i was like is she gonna get them out of there uh but then nothing happens so like why did yeah, nell have to be there <laughs> This is where, like, things do feel rushed. Like, you can tell that Bleach ended perhaps a little sooner than it was meant to be. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a shame. Um, Anyway, I guess uh, if that's all we had to say on that, um, we can move on to the Gerard fighting everyone. Which, I mean, the end of it was uh, Yuovok takes his power... Um, so that was a little like, oh, okay. And you, you um, know me, Kraftsworth. You know like... how I feel about these big dudes showing up and like, oh, everybody's got to gang up and fight them. You know how I feel about those fights. So you can probably take a guess at what I thought of this fight. But Kenpachi got his Bankai no! after all. Um, I mean, this is, this is entirely like... a nitpick, but like after so long of building up to Kenpachi not having a Bankai... I mean, like, it makes sense in the story. I don't really have a well, problem it, with it, but part of me is also just no, like, No, yeah, well, because oh. it's like, the thing is, it's like, I feel like what was holding Kenpachi, Kenpachi back was, like, the whole thing. Like, I was talking to someone else about the uh, Kenpachi stuff, and it, he pointed out that, like, Kenpachi was old, always holding himself back, but when you think about it, he also was never really Kenpachi. Like, um, oh, yeah. He was, so he was never the strongest, so he never, like... But as, but now he is. He defeated Unohana. So now, and he just goes through, straight through fucking Shikai and Bankai. Like you know, he might have always been strong enough to do it, but it was his mental hangups that oh. holding back that never allowed him to. So, and but now, now he doesn't have those anymore. So of course he just goes straight into Berserker mode and fucking, <laughs> fucking goddamn Kempachi, <laughs> fucking Kempachi. <laughs> He's so good. But um, but yeah, he just you know he fights a bit. And, you know, it doesn't turn out. Because his, his body isn't even strong enough to handle his fucking power. Because, um, yeah, he stops holding back. He takes off his eye patch. He goes Bonkai. Like, he's not, he's re- fucking going at it. And, um, yeah, it's cool. He, he fucking rips off his arm. Like, I, I thought it was cool. Kenpachi's doing stuff. But then it's just like, oh, he, you know, he's not he's still not strong enough for his own power. And then uh, Hitsugaya comes in. And I see Hitsugaya is like Renji and that. He's like, he's super popular. And I'm like... Uh, okay, you know, we've talked about Hates a Guy's, like, absurd popularity, um, before. The, yeah, th- this fight felt like, he, I feel like this is probably my least favorite fight out of all of them. Well, I don't know. I don't know, weighing against... All of them in the entire series? No, oh, I meant, like, in, in this um, arc, like, against the, the, big, this, yeah, the yeah. big baddie guys. Um, cause, like... Uh, the big baddie guys. Cause, like, all of these characters had um, little moments, but they ultimately, like, in the context of the fight, didn't really amount to much, because the character, they didn't never yeah, well, actually beat it, the guy. It's, it's the same issue with the, uh, what's it called? Yes, yeah, it's the same issue with the fucking Sasuke Retrieval arc, where the Sand Ninjas come in, and, and the fight, and it's like, okay, uh, sure, what what do I take from that? Like, okay, you know, and it's not as satisfying, like, because that, that was the, yeah, like, I, I liked, like, especially the Kampachi stuff, like, the Hitsugaya stuff was like, yeah, that sure is happening, 
But then the fight just ends because Yulebok takes their power, and I'm like, takes it, it takes Gerard's power, and I'm like, okay. And I guess, sure. like, a bit um, of a difference between this and the, the Sasuke retrieval stuff was, like, that wasn't at the end of the story, so, like, the characters could kind of go off of that failure. Like, I know with Shikamaru, there, that kind of played into Shikamaru his... Shikamaru, he, 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 well, see, with Shikamaru, it was less the fight well, specifically, yeah, it's just and everything. more just, like... like the, the mission, so, but I get what you mean. Yeah, so, like, I don't know, it kind of works um, there. Here, um, you know, even then, it might not be great with the Sasuke retrieval arc, but, like, to an extent, it kind of works. But here, it's just, like, this is the end mm-hmm. of the series, so there's not really much to, to go off of. The character's not actually getting anything done here. Yeah. Yeah. Because it makes me wonder, like, because then, you know, you do bring up Uobak, you know, reclaiming his power. So then it really only emphasizes the pointlessness of Urahara's death because, like, if it if that fight had lasted just moments longer, then that guy would have had his powers taken. And it's like, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Kubo. Um, anyway. Um, I guess, was that all we had to say about uh, the, that fight, Gerard and Hitsugaya and k- fucking Kenpachi? <laughs> oh, also, I will say, poor Shinji, because he so. was just kind of there, and then he just kind of disappeared. Yeah, Shinji didn't, like, I was kind of expecting him to get something um but you know because he's he was pretty important in the you know uh r and car stuff he feels like a character um, who then, should be an important character but then just wasn't like he just it didn't end up being important. i think yeah see oh, yeah it's kind of a shame um oh well but anyway uh, moving on we got back go back to um ichigo and orihime going after yulabak and we get a good moment because yeah, well, like like with... where like ichigo fucking like relies on her he's not saying like stand back i'll protect you like he was like for like most of the series he's like let's go like they're mutually fighting and protecting each other and i'm like yes yeah that that was good uh too too bad poor chad got left behind he had to fight the the dummies (laughs) and didn't really get anything so uh, i forgot about chad yeah that well that's the thing because ishida got a you know kind of comes in later too so you have the three uh you know three of the mains um you know, pretty much everyone but Rukia and Chad uh, out of the main main character. And, of course, like, Chad's the one who gets left yeah. out, like... <laughs> Although, like, I did like this o- like this opening bit against Yuobak where you, you did have that moment where Ichigo's like, okay, you know, back me up here. Um, and then you also had yeah, a well, cool... Yeah, well, because what happens is... You had a cool... Because, fla- not flashback, but, like, a cool parallel yes, to the, the, the Okiora of, fight uh, where Ichigo was able to channel that berserker power, but he was able to do it of his own volition, like, he was able to control well, it's, it, it's and all, so... Well, it's also that, like, when he was getting in over his head, Orihime was there to protect him. Like, she saved his fucking ass, you know, because he was, you know, which, so, you know, Ichigo's willingness to tr- put trust in Orihime paid off when she protected him when he needed it. So it was like, yes, like, if that didn't happen, then or- Ichigo would probably be fucking dead. Um, yeah. So it was, it was cool and good. And of course, like, and her saving her even gave him a power up when he when he mixes his hollow stuff. Because well, yeah, because um, then you do think like, like before you know. with the Okiora for bleh, the Okiora fight, um, he was so focused on like I have to protect these people because they can't defend themselves, and that's why he went berserker mode. But here he works with Orihime, you know, to a degree. Orihime wasn't super impactful in this fight, but like you can see what what was happening here, and you know she she did enough. Um, and so like, it, it was, yeah, it was a, pay- it, I felt satisfied yeah. by the payoff, yeah. you know, like 
because you finally have it like there it is you know there's the mutual protection there's you know orhime is no longer letting herself to be protected because everyone is like telling her like uh you know to not do anything you know you're you're too it, weak. it's not like ichigo had is, to rely and... on her completely but he relied on her enough so that like you know when he used yeah. his his well, power he wasn't because like he wasn't that would channeling be his power because like he was out of a her. desire to protect orhime because she couldn't defend herself he was using it just like uh, alongside her defending him, so like, yes. you know, he didn't have that the, the mutual protection that we kind of been waiting yeah, he for. Finally, happened. he didn't have that like, you know the same it. toxic mentality that kind of came back to bite him in the Elkiora fight where he just went berserker. Like he got over right. that. Right, he's he's more yeah, and and you can, he literally like it's right there in his like design. He's merged his hollow self with his just he's he's able to sort of like hollowfy in a different way. Um, like, actually, looking at the eye, like, the eye thing reminds me of Okiora, even, yeah. where he's got, like, the, the black mark down his face and the black-colored eye. Like, that reminds me, that, uh, maybe it's just me, but it, uh, the, especially the face markings just reminded me a little bit of Okiora. Like, it's probably closer to his actual, just his mask and stuff, but it's just, you know, the hollow design just made me think of Okiora for some reason, so. Maybe um, that was intentional, who can say? Yep, but of course, even then, like, Yuobak is still fucking Yuobak. So he um he does win in the end, but um like I love the fucking the t- pair of two page spreads where Ichigo pulls out his tensas and gets and then, it's just, and then it's just immediately broken yeah. because fucking Yuva can just change he can just change what happens because he's just so fucking broken. Um, it's- well, because he well and okay, but um I guess to skip ahead briefly is I fucking love how it gets like handled because um he made it unhealable. But then Skishima, whose ability is to change the past, who has the perfect counter to yes. Yuobak, and he changed it. <laughs> I was I was like, oh, of course, that makes total sense. And we already, you know, I mentioned last time he was there with Ganju. So, um, yeah. Um, but that, that was skipping ahead of it. Um, yeah, because I, I... Did you, you, you kind of did like, eh, uh, were you not into oh, that? Oh, no, no, like, I had been wondering what was the cameo going to be for, you know, because they had... The, yeah, the they had bring, shown the full bringer, so I'm like, when are they going to yeah. show up? And then they did, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's cool, it works. Well, because cause Skishima's power, like, like again, I said in the Byaka fight, it's a really fucking crazy power. Um, so it, it was ne- it was neat to see it again in, like, the per Because, again, it's, like, the perfect counter to Uobox. I mean, it's not, like, a counter outright. It's more of a counter to the effects of Uobox's power than a direct counter to his power, because his power is, uh, you know, still really strong. Um... Anyway, Ishida fights Jugram. Um, did do we have anything? Do you have anything to say about that? Um, because that we already mentioned, like you know, he he doesn't care about the Quincy's or the Soul Reapers. Um, Ishida rather. I mean, like I guess it didn't feel like a super like a super satisfying conclusion for Ishida's character arc, but there's probably more so that his character arc wasn't you know what was his character arc. It wasn't super compelling to begin <laughs> well, with. Well, it was more that it was like. Well, because he did, the issue does get a little bit of a payoff later, um, as we'll talk about. Um, he did convince uh, Jugram over, like, because Jugram ended up saying, like, oh, you, you know, you know, he agrees with, you know, Ishida's goal. So, um, like, he was even like, I'll transfer your wounds over to me, so you'll have a better chance. Um, and I think it's also partially like I don't really understand what Jugram's character men what it signifies is probably where somebody needs to hit me with that that sweet sweet bleach analysis um because like (laughs) obviously kubo Uh was going for something by introducing a backstory between you know jugram and baz b um but i just don't know what it was like 
there are analyses of like the Quincy and stuff, but like I don't remember which if there was one specifically talking about this, and if there was, I forgot it. And <laughs> like I, um, I'm trying to remember like there must be something here that I'm missing. Um, because, well, because there was the, oh, that's right, the future sight thing, because he was able to sort of use some of Yulebox's power to see the future. Um, hmm, but I don't remember what that, <laughs> shit, my, my brain has decided to stop working. This is pretty terrible. Um, yeah. But anyway, I guess, we, I guess we're almost done, um, because, uh, you know, ich, Ichigo gets his, uh, the, you know, um, Skishima undoes the, changes the past, Orihime f fixes his sword, um, Ishida gets the silver arrow, which the silver arrow is made from Ishida's uh, mom, who Yubak killed with the the cleansing thing. So basically, what so what what kind of what I thought was kind of neat because like Ishida has no like no stakes in the Soul Reaper Quincy thing. Like he's not helping the Soul Reapers or the Quincys. He's just you know. So the, the thing the way I see it is like because um, the. Um, Kubo deliberately went out with, to set out with the Soul Reapers and the Quincy's, like I talked about earlier about how, you know, the, there's the yin-yang thing with the evolution and stagnation and progress and um, s stuff with their respective goals. But, like, because, see, the thing is, is the Quincy's aren't really, like, they're the antagonists, but they're not really worse than the Soul Reapers. Like, as it was pointed out, it's like the Soul Reapers have done some fucked up shit. Like, the Kurosuchi is kind of, like, um, is kind of a monster. Um, and, like, uh, you know, uh, Kyoraku was, uh, you know, he freed Aizen, um, like, in the very beginning, they were even talking about how, like, in two war, like, wars happen because both sides think they are just, um, so it's like, like, I feel, I feel like Yulebok's failure was that, you know, if he had gotten, like, Ishi, like, com com you know, com compelled Ishito onto his side, or even, like, any of them onto his side, that, like, he might have won, but he was too, you know, self-serving for, because, like, his whole, like, his whole thing is he's afraid of death, um, like, or he just, he's, his whole motivation is to avoid dying and by making a world where death is impossible. But, um, you know, which is very anti-Buddhist philosophy because Buddhist philosophy is about, you know, like finding progress in, you know, um, like, or I think the, even the fucking motto of Buddhism is, um, not perfect is good or imperfect is good because perfection is impossible. Um, I guess like not ideal. Um, I don't know a lot about Buddhism, but, uh. I've read Bleach Analysis. That's where most of my Buddhist knowledge comes from. How I think about it, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, like, you know, Ishida, he was the appointed successor of Yuabak, but he ultimately rejected Yuabak and brought down, brought him down with the, the Silver Arrow that was also Yuabak's failing because, or, because he was cleansing his, you know, the impure ones, uh, the impure Quincy's, which is like, you know, again, just not thinking for the future, just thinking about himself. So it was that self-centeredness that sort of brought him down, because his, uh, you know, the the arrow had uh, negated his powers, and Ichigo did the finishing blow. So, um, and Aizen was there dicking around. That was good because he's like, he says this fucking classic. Oh, did you think that was really Ichigo you were stabbing? <laughs> <laughs> fucking Aizen. Uh, his powers even work on fucking. God, the, like, Yulebok with the Soul King absorbed. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that was fun. Um, i trying to think if I had anything else to say on the final encounter with Yulebok. Did you? Um, no, I think you, you pretty much covered it. Um, yeah, it was, I guess it was kind of cool that Ishida did get something to do at the very end. Yeah, well, and uh, that also kind of factors into the mutual yeah, the, the trust protection, because you have Orihime helping Ichigo for the first part, and then you have Ishida... Helping Ichigo for the second part, 
And Chad yep. does nothing. <laughs> Rest in peace, Chad. Um, so yeah, I guess we're done with the main series. Rest in peace, Yulevok. Um Well, don't don't forget the... the, the and then we get yeah, the, the epilogue. epilogue. Chad, or wait, what? Yes. And, you know, Soul Society has been rebuilt. Um, <laughs> Kurosuchi's got, like, a mustache on his suit, on his costume now. Um, and he's got a new Nemu, the eighth one, who's a tiny and cute. Um, oh, yeah, Yachiru was his sword, after all. Oh, yeah, someone fucking pointed out that when, back in Kenpachi's flashback, when he meets Yachiru, and he's like, who are you? She reaches for his sword. Oh. Because she is the sword. Fucking Kubo planned so much fucking shit out. Like, holy fuck. Rereading it is going to be interesting because I'm just going to be like, oh my. Just catching out the little bits. And it's good. Um, I, I hope it's good. Um, <laughs> rereading it. And uh, Rukia's captain. She is a good captain now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think she was captain of the 13th company, so she took over for Ukitake. Yes, she re- U- yes. or she took over her for, for, for whoever took over for Ukitake, because um, it's been a few years, but um, I don't know how long they... Yeah, or maybe it was like a, a Kazakage Holy scenario where it's like, oh, we just went three years without having a Kazakage, but, and then we gave it to Gara. <laughs> yes, that was... <laughs> that's a good point, because we were confused about that, too, <laughs> trying to figure out, like, what the fuck happened? Um... And then, and then, back, then we're back to the human world. Ichigo is all grown up. And Rukia and, um, got with uh, Renji. And Ichigo got with uh, Orihime. Ichigo's, got, and a, the, Ichigo's sis- got his dumb dad haircut and it looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And they're having like a reunion. Um, Chad's like a fucking celebrity. Or well, like of course. A, a, it, it's uh, fitting uh, that uh, Chad, uh, the, the character who's always forgotten, <laughs> is, ironically becomes the most famous. He's the most famous. I didn't think about it like that, because um, <laughs> from the metal, because he's on only like forgot forgettable from like the meta level. Like the characters love him and he's their friend and whatever. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Although it also does kind of work because like and, you know uh, Chad's the one who never really gets a payoff, so he's like the one guy who's not actually there for their reunion, like. He's not physically present. Like, they're all watching him on TV or whatever, but, like, he's not physically at the place. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kubo, is, uh, it feels like a meta thing. Like, Kubo's just having a giggle. Um, <laughs> like, he knows he, he something went wrong with Chad, so he's just like, okay, he's famous yeah. now. Um, anyway, then it, 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 it's kind of interesting. It flashes back to the end of the fight where Yuabak basically talks about, like, you know, he's like, well, okay, now you fuckers are going to live in a world with death and suffering. Enjoy bitches but it's but you know the whole thing about bleach is you know um the you know the courage to face death you know like because yeah ichigo's going to die one day um but you know he's willing to face but that then maybe death he'll become a and, captain you know, of the soul reapers or something maybe but um and then it ends and we see ichika and fucking uh kazui uh the kids and they're fucking adorable and tiny Wait, was it kazui <laughs> or so Kar- Kar- i forget the names now uh, no, Kazui, uh, Kurosaki Kazui is Orihime and Ichigo's ah. son, and Abarai Ichika is Renji and Rukia's uh, daughter, and they're so fucking cute, holy shit. Like, just the, Kazui's smile when he go, turns into a soul reaper, he's adorable, and she, she's adorable. Uh, and then the series is over, and I'm like, aw, but they're so adorable. <laughs> and that's it, that's the end of Bleach. 
Part of me do, did kind of question, like, uh, this obviously doesn't matter. Like, part of me was like, I don't know, do Soul Reapers, do they get married? Do they, or, I don't know, they might not have well, been married. Yeah, but, like, I think, left. okay, here's how it works, I think. I think with, like, the, because um, Soul Reapers are, like, or basically, um, there's, like, souls who are just, like, born, like, I guess from reincarnations in both the human world and soul society. But then when you die in the human world, you, you're, you, come, like, remember the, the parakeet kid and the Fullbrings, Fullbringers, they... Go, went to soul society after their death i think those are like the commoners are people who died from the human world but then there are, pe- there are people who reincarnate are, and are or maybe oh, yeah, souls I guess who are there created were, who were just born like heads, as souls like, in soul society with the whole, um like with your family there was like the head of the family and like the kuchki there's like the head of the the kuchki so like i, I suppose it makes right, sense so i don't think so there are soul reapers so i so there are souls in soul society who were born in soul society and then there are those who died in the human world and can uh, arrived at soul society ah, okay. basically um so, but but they're they're also like just also kind of people. So they're they made a kid. So yeah, then Ichiko was one of those born in Soul Society, basically. Gotcha. So she's either I got I, I, see. I don't know the thing. I know that souls are reincarnated, but like Quincy's destroy souls. So I imagine like souls must be created somehow. So I imagine it's a bit of both. So I don't know if Ichiko's like a reincarnation of someone else or if she was just a created soul. Which it, it's arbitrary most for the most part. Um, but uh. Oh yeah, and I guess one thing we were talking about last time about how Kuromaru needed like a payoff because we took what his uh, assistant captain was saying way too literally because he was like, let's go fight Yuvak. And I was like, oh, this is going to get payoff, right? But it's like, what I didn't realize is like the significance of Kuromaru's sacrifice because um, by going, because he apparently turned into like, he's now just, he's not, he's, he's basically dead. He's literally just a fox now. He's a normal animal. So his sacrifice was like, in his desire for vengeance, he just became he be, he went lower on the chain of reincarnation because yeah. I I don't know I don't, um like in Buddhism I guess you reincarnate through animals too like you you die as an animal and you become a human or something like that or I don't know or maybe, I don't it, that was it was just like a single line in the Real Hounds uh, post and I don't know the significance of it but I was like okay and then someone else clarified that like uh, he probably doesn't need any more uh, payoff and I'm like. You know what? You're right. I think I was just taking what the dude was saying too yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, so, it was because it did um, kind of feel like, oh, is there maybe going to be something more here that kind of contradicts this? But it it didn't. Like that was the end of it. No, it was. No, yep. Kermar was destroyed by his vengeance. Just like I do think Gin and Tosin are like, because you know, um, or he was still like consumed by his vengeance, and which is definitely interesting, especially with what he said to Tosin back in Soul Society and stuff, and, and uh, the fucking Ark Arncar and stuff. But um, like Gin and Tosin are still similar in that again they they went to the side of the ones they wanted to to betray and that was their failing. So if you still want to do a video on yeah, that, yeah, I feel like if, there if, are if I would do a video on like the the price of vengeance in Bleach, then I would probably also include Komamura just to kind of. Or Com- I, I probably said like three different. I don't know. I don't know his name. He's a fox boy. He's cool. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and as for me, I guess I do have videos in mind. Um, like f- several. Um, because I want to do one on Ichigo and understanding, and I want to do one on Orihime, um, and maybe uh, Yobak, and maybe the themes of grief. And did I have another one? I don't know if I'm gonna do all of those, but because uh, they might not, they might fall through. But I definitely want to do try and make some Bleach videos later after I reread the series. Um, so yeah, uh, final general thoughts on Bleach, or do you want to do those after we do the arc listings and characters? Um, final general thoughts. Um, I guess. You know, this I I realized early on that Bleach was just not really my thing. Um, I like I'm glad that yeah. I read it, and I'm glad that like you know I I you have it as an example in your mind, and you can you know draw on yeah. it. Yeah, 
Uh, and and, I, and I do think doing, this is one so. of those stories that, like, when I'm not reading it, I think I have a higher opinion of it because I know that there's interesting ideas that are being explored in this series, even if I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what those ideas are. Um, some of them, some of them, mm-hmm. I did figure out. They're some presented in quite. a very way I'm not familiar. But with. But like yeah. the actual act um, of reading it was, um, like I think once <laughs> the R and car arc rolled around is when it started setting in that like Bleach is not going to get better. This is the formula, and like this, or not that like it's not going to become more enjoyable for me. Like this is the formula. This is what Kubo does. And it's just not something that I particularly care for. So it's not that like, I don't think bleach is bad. Like definitely some of the opinions I've heard, like the general bleach is bad opinions or like bleach gets worse opinions. Um, I disagree. Well, yeah, it's funny. Like you still don't like bleach. Yeah. yeah, you, You don't, you're not a big fan of bleach, but you also just don't agree with like the general consensus because the general consensus is based on a lot of dumb shit. Um, and weird thoughts that I, I, I don't understand where they came from. Like, oh, oh yeah, that's a funny thing. Uh, no one dies in Bleach except Urahara and Yorichi and Grimjo. <laughs> like, what? Because, like, and Byaki, but no, Byakuya and Kenpachi didn't die, even though them not dying made perfect sense. Um, because they got bet moments later. So, eh, just just throwing that out there. Um, <laughs> so yeah, my general thoughts on Bleach is like. I was actually kind of like kind of into it. I you know I, I I liked like yeah there were parts of it I was you know a little disengaged especially during some of the fights I wasn't as into, um, but some of the fights I was into and they were cool and I liked the characters and fucking Kampachi was great and Ichigo was good and Rukia and Orihime once I learned uh, what the fuck her character was trying to do because I, I wasn't clear on that at first and then once I read that analysis I was like oh I get it now so now I might make a video on her um, and yeah so overall I guess if I had to score Bleach I would give it like a seven. Right now, um, I'm not sure sure if that'll go up or down when I reread it. Um, I'll re- I'm not gonna reread it like immediately because uh, I have another video or two I want to do first. But um, and I and but I'm go- definitely gonna reread it later in the year. Um, did you have a number score to give it or? Uh, you know what? Like I feel like I might end up bumping it back up to a six once I hear some good analysis on Bleach and I'm able to piece everything together. But for now, just like out of my personal enjoyment of it, like just considering everything i'm honestly going to give it like a strong five just because okay like yeah i know it's got ideas in there that are interesting well, five is that's the score i give things that i'm like i recognize that it's neat but it's not my thing like, like that's my score for that like for a like uh the shining uh, i don't like horror movies i dropped it all halfway through but if i'd fin- even if i finished it i'd probably just give it a five because i don't like horror movies you know even if i can recognize that it's like a well-shot movie um, it's it's good. It's just not what I care about. So yeah, no, I get you. I get yeah, you. yeah, because there were a lot of things that just didn't really click with me, and you know whether it be like certain fights or whatever, or just yeah. But like I do say, it's a very strong five because like there's a lot that I can say about that being a five. Like it's more or it's more so like the positives and the negatives ultimately just kind of even out into this sort of bleh experience for me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so like even yeah. if there were aspects yeah, of bleach that totally I understandable. that I did really like, like totally... it's kind of canceled out by yeah. the stuff that I just didn't. <laughs> That's kind of a drag. Yes, I get it. Whereas me, I'm not like I I don't like the reviewer mentality where it's like, "Oh, this series is my favorite ever." Uh but it's got a flaw, so I guess I got to give it a 9 out of 10. Like, 
fuck that. Like, fuck objective good. Fuck, you know, making concessions for the, you know, like, I enjoy my overall experience reading Bleach was good, so I'm going to give it a positive score, even if I recognize that there are things, like, general people aren't going to like about it, or even things I was, like, unengaged in. Like, I don't, I don't care about the general, especially because, like, this year, I've, like, I read Nisekoi, and it became one of my favorite manga ever, but if you, ask, like, went around and asked, like, every, it's just a generic camera and comedy that's mediocre and too long, and every, uh, and the f- people who do like it just argue about best girl, um, and it's just, like, but it's actually, like, really good and interesting, and all the characters are great, and, like, so I just try not to have preconceptions about, you know, anything anymore. Like, Naruto is also good, even though it gets shit on, uh, not sure if it has much, because, I don't know, it's weird, because I feel like Naruto gets shit on less than Bleach, but also praise less than Bleach. Like, I, maybe there is, like, really good Naruto analysis out there, and I just never asked for it. Because with Bleach, there is good Bleach analysis out there, but I also, like, know about it because I was, I wanted to read it because I recognized that Bleach was, like, doing things that I wouldn't have picked up on, and I was curious as to see, learn more about those things. Because that's the thing, is Bleach made me want to learn more about it, whereas other things, like, like, I don't know, Flip Flappers... I, I didn't care, and I didn't want to do anything more with the series, so, yeah. And especially, Even like, there for me, I, I feel like I could potentially, like, as we go through and read more Shonen, I could potentially see myself, you know, bumping Bleach's score up. Like, it, it's all going to be kind of relative to Maybe. whatever else there's left to read. Well, because that's the thing, it's also really unique. Like, point out a show, like, oh, some people were like, oh, Yu Yu Hawk show uh, has, is similar to Bleach, but, uh... I don't know, I just think back to Yu Yu and I remember it being kind of boring. But that's just me, I gave it like a 4 out of 10. Don't listen to me, because I read it a while ago and I wasn't engaged in the first place. Or like, but even then, I don't really think the similarities are very, like, oh, they both have ghosts. Or to, or I guess, make whatever. a different comparison. It, People say that, like, Bleach is like Dragon Ball, but, like, Bleach is so different from Dragon Ball. Like, there's so many... Bleach, yeah, well, like, there's definitely influence, but it's like, the big three, because the big three are called big three because they were, um, you know, they were the big popular series in the West after Dragon Ball ended. And they all happen to, like, take influence from Dragon Ball. Like, you go to interviews and literally every... Oda, Kishimoto, and Kubo, they're all like, yeah, Dragon Ball. If you haven't read Dragon Ball, what the fuck are you doing? Um, so it's it, it's it's neat in that way. Um, and, of, like, of course. But um, what was I going to say? Was, um, but, yeah, it, but it's also, like, they're all better than Dragon Ball. Like, they all take what, dra- what made Dragon Ball Dragon Ball and do more with it. Like, yeah, Bleach also has, like, fights that look are visually interesting more than they are technically interesting... But they're also way more thematically interesting. Like, what idea... Like, if, if if Dragon Ball has ideas, it's almost on accident. Which is fine. Like, if Goku versus Vegeta has is the, you know, the hard work versus talent thing. Um, uh, you know, Goku tries to pass the torch, but it never happens because uh, Toriyama's editors were dicks. <laughs> so, you know, it's like... Yeah. But, but Bleach is, you know, actively doing more. And doing, like... And shit with, like direct references to, like, philosophy and, um, religion and stuff is, like, um, not very common. Like, especially, like, um, like, fucking Ichigo and Aizen are, like, direct, like, Ichigo is basically, like, a modern Buddha, and Aizen is is also a reference to, uh, the, the antagonist in Buddhism, who's also, who's actually called Aizen, by the way. Um, not Sosuke Aizen, but, yeah, there is an Aizen in Buddhist, uh, mythology, so it's, like, yeah, and it's not, and yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit more, like, layered than, you know, with Naruto, just, and One Piece just kind of referencing it, which is cool. References are cool. But, um, like I said, read the Real Hounds one. That's a really good one. Um, so anyway, uh, do you want to do arc listing first or characters? Uh, let's do arc rankings first, because I'm still trying to process who my favorite characters are. No, that's pretty, no, I've had a trouble filling my fifth spot, because, um, I finally did choose, but, um, so anyway, arc listings, um, 
I would say my least favorite is uh, Ancients of the the, the Lost uh, the Substitute Soul Reaper arc, um, which you know Ichigo, it, which it was fun a fun introduction. Although I feel like it also might have been the Naruto issue where like I just disliked the early arcs more because I wasn't as into the series. Like I got into the series later, which happens to me with long running shonen because I just realized that happened with uh, Maggie too. Because I was like I really got into Maggie like like one or two hundred chapters in. So it's like I don't know about how I feel about the earlier stuff. Like, is it was it actually weaker, or was was I just less into it? Um, so anyway, but yeah, with Bleach, it seems to be the case too. So yeah, that one, it was a fun arc. Um, it introduced characters. Maybe like, why is Colin a thing? Like his introduction arc was good, but after that, it's like fucking uh, fucking why? Yeah. <laughs> um, Chad's was also pretty good, um, but y- y- Chad, <laughs> the Sakura of Bleach. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anyway, um. Then it's kind of tricky because I like Lost Age and Fullbring. I guess I would put a little under Soul Society. Um, you know, Soul Society was good. Um, lo- like the, I like the conflict. Aizen's you know comeback at the end was cool. Um, pretty memorable. Like I could see why that was like a, a standout moment for people. Um, you know, Fullbring. Honestly, the middle part with the memory loss shit was as good in my opinion. Um, you know, but the I guess you know Soul Soul Society had a bit slightly more focus on other characters who weren't Ichigo, while Fullbring was Ichigo's arc. But it was also way shorter, so it was fine. Um, so they're pretty close. Um, then just above Soul Society, Thousand Year Blood War, which had like you know definitely you know stretches and fights I wasn't as into, but so did Soul Society. Like who fucking remembers Umichika's fight again uh, against the one uh, dude with the tattoos on his face who no one remembers? Like who fucking remembers that shit? Um, <laughs> And there was a lot of, like the yeah there were parts in the second half that were of Soul Society that were like eh. but the Thousand Year Blood War also had like a, a lot of great great you know character moments and payoffs and the fucking the fucking Zengetsu shit that was like the strongest emotional reaction I got out of Bleach when because <laughs> it was staring me in the face the whole time that he was literally just a younger Yuabak and I was like what the fuck <laughs> oh my god um, and then I think my favorite is still the Arnkar arc which had lots of great payoffs. Um, you know, a few, you know, a few fights I wasn't as into, but, like, the first half of the, the first third, the, uh, in- invasion, the incursion, was, like, you know, it mixed what was good about Soul Society and what was good about, um, the first arc, and I, you know, that was great. Um, Huacamunda was a bit of a drag at times, but it had also had, like, um, some good stuff, uh, or, wait, no, I was thinking about, uh, the Okiora fight, that was fake cards, card town. <laughs> um, no, the Grimjo stuff was good, the Rukia versus Arn, there were some good fights in Huacamundo. And then fake card, card town was also good, especially with the Aizen stuff, and the Okiora, like, Ichigo's character, and I'll probably like it even more now, now that I understand what the arc was doing with Orihime's character, like, after reading that Okiora and Orihime analysis. So, yeah, I think Arnkar, the Arnkar arc was my favorite, uh, in Bleach. So, not Soul Society, what do you know? Um... <laughs> So, what about you, Mathos? Because you were kind of struggling uh, last time when I was asking you, like, how do you feel? And you are like, uh... Yeah. But, um, um, I'd probably say my least favorite would be the Thousand Year Blood War, just because a lot of the fights were, <laughs> you, were done with, you were done with Bleach. Well, you see, with you, it's like the opposite of me, because with me, I got more into, like, Naruto and Bleach as we read, but with Bleach, you got less into it. Yeah. So, because you were like, oh, here we go again. And, like, so, I, cl- I clearly recognize that there are, there are ideas here, there are cool ideas. Komamura, the conclusion to that you know, the whole vengeance sort of story was good. I liked that. But overall, just by far the least enjoyable reading you experience You were the least engaged in it, yes. Um, then I'd probably say uh, the the very first arc, the, the Death God agent thing, um, I don't really have, like, other than it just being low stakes and not being, uh, I guess, super 
compelling in the grand scheme of things. I do really like Kubo's, uh, like like I said way back when, the like, comedy. like if yeah, yeah, if Kubo just did like a slice of life comedy, oh, or a like gag absurd, manga. oh my god, ga- gag manga thing, then yeah, like. I'd be down for that. Kubo, do that. Focus less on the action, no, the see, long, drawn-out fights. Focus more on the, <laughs> the comedy character interactions with, you know, cool-looking... That would actually be okay. Like, not even with the Bleach characters. Well, you made me remember, like, I, I f- it kind of sucks that action manga is so popular because, like, yeah, I'd love to see a Slice of Life series by Kubo because I think he could do good character writing. Um, and I would love to see how he does it in a in something else. Like, not even in a drama thing, but, like, because Slice of Life and comedy still have, like, good characters and stuff. But, like... You also reminded me of in Toriko, there's like one arc where it's like a gambling thing, like a kaiji or a liar game stuff with superpowers, and it was fucking great, and it made me realize I want the authors to do a gambling manga with superpowers. Like, yeah. And I was like, fuck, why are these guys stuck doing action series? Like, <laughs> I did like Bleach and Toriko, but it's like, I'd also love to see something different by the sa- by them, because, you know, again, action series are just so popular that, you know. Anyway, and I interrupted you, so... Thousand Year Blood War, then uh, Lost, uh, the Lost Agent, uh, Soul Reaper. Uh, no, arc, no, it was then... the first one. The first arc. Yeah, the the oh, Lost Agent was full bring. Sorry, the substitute story. Yeah, yeah substitute story. Yes. That's what it's called. I, I mixed up the names. I mixed up the names. Um, <laughs> but then I'd probably say full bring third because you know it does. Even though that was like when you were actually saying like Bleach was good. Yeah, like it does. Like full bring goes back to what I like from the substitute Soul Reaper arc, where it's got you know the more grounded stakes. It's got more the you know the goofy character interactions, just seeing the characters kind of mess around at the the school and do life things but then it's also got you know the stuff with skishima's power was really cool um mm-hmm. and overall like the trust thing i had said like my opinion of the arc could drop if we didn't get the payoff with like you know some sort of mutual trust oh, between yeah. the characters yeah. and we did get that in the final arc so yes you know that does sort of hold up that like what what happened here with ichigo not trusting people um it did you know, we didn't get one for Chad, yes, I, but I, it did come back for like <sighs> Ishida and Orhime, and that w- that was good. Yeah, I mean, I could, if you know, I was in Kubo's shoes, and I'd done what I'd done with Chad, and I I was like dying, like feeling like I wanted to die and end the series. Like, yeah, Chad would be on the cutting room floor first. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, and also, Fullbring. So yeah, kind of a shame, but it's like Fullbring yeah. was a bit of a departure from the Bleach formula, which is also why I kind of liked it because it was like the least. <laughs> some would call it the least Bleach it, arc yes. in Bleach. I, I did hear that opinion. Yes. Um. <laughs> then I, <laughs> which is yeah, it's not wrong. Um, I don't know how strong of an opinion I really have on the Soul Society arc, but I don't remember, like, because it introduces a lot of the problems I would have with Bleach going forward. Um, but it, when you first read it, it's more fresh. Yeah, and, and, it, and know, it does and set up a lot of details yes. that come into play way later for, like, the rest of the story. So I can't really under I can't really underscore its importance either. So I guess I'd say Soul Society is my second favorite and then I'll give... Oh, you like the r cars too? Yeah, I know, like, r cars is when I started really having some... Well, no, even then in Soul Society, I had some issues with fights feeling kind of pointless, yeah. but they came back later. Well, because we, we when we finished it, we were like, this is considered, like, the, be- the you know, one of the best arcs in Shonen of all time. I'm like, really? Like, it was good, but I was like, one of the best? <laughs> and with r car even but, though um, I do, I do yeah, think anyway. it had a lot of unnecessary fluff that didn't need to be there, uh, there was, there's a, like... Arncar was the most I was invested in, like the the ideas that Bleach was trying to get across. Like, you know, obviously you well, had, Gein was there yeah, and Gein, he was doing Gein things. Was there. So of course, Gein was, I mean, <laughs> of course, Arncar is your favorite. Well, I don't know. I should have realized. The thing, like with Gein, was that he, for the most part, stood on the sidelines until the very end. So 
you know, that could also be seen yeah, as a negative. Yeah, and even in Soul Society, he was there as, like, the red herring, like, I'm sneaky and creepy, what am I, ooh, I must be up to something bad, woo! And then he was. <laughs> but yeah, like, this is where you got the introduction kind of, like, of. The, the revenge, like, I think Gein and Tosin, like, that was when I first kind of, it first kind of clicked in my head that, like, oh, there's, there's actually some, like, thematic potential here in Bleach, like, Kubo has ideas, um... Yeah, and then plus yeah. you got all the stuff I mean, with Aizen. We Aizen's didn't notice cool them at first, but even if, yeah. even if he's an OP antagonist. Um, That's what makes him cool. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just decided to say that. <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, yeah, obviously the okay. Okiora fight. fight. <laughs> the Okiora fight, there's something there that I don't quite understand, but I know there's something there. And we got, again, some of a payoff to that in the final arc. So I'm less yes. disinterested in it as I was back then. Um, so, like, even though... There's more problems I can remember with the R and Car arc, but there's also like, I don't more good. Yeah, yeah, like I don't. Well, it's like the thing with Naruto, where like with like even with the pain arc, or when we were rating it at least, like now you you had some good observations in your Talk No Jutsu video, but like the thing with rating the the even the best arcs in Naruto, it was like especially the war is balancing the good and the bad. Um, and so with Bleach, it's like yeah, it's kind of the same. It, especially you know because it, yeah, it's it's basically kind of the same even with me. So yeah. Um, even though I think the bad, like it, the difference in the bad and Bleach and the bad in Naruto is different. Cause with like Bleach, it's more like, is this my thing or not with Naruto? It's more like, well, this is like a flaw and pretty much everyone recognizes it. So, um, yeah. I, anyway, so like Arankar um, was I delivering on a lot of the, like without the Arankar arc, the soul society completely falls flat cause it's setting up nothing. Um, yes, so like you kind of exactly. need the well, Arankar yeah, to yes. deliver that payoff, even if it did stumble in a few places. Yeah, yeah, and like what all what I've said before is like you know we were well we were talking before about how like uh, oh at the end of Arankar you know the story could be over but like obviously if you're like the character arcs are not over like Thousand Year Blood War like you know even if like the plot elements of like Fulbring and Thousand Year Blood War like you know they they came suddenly they were you know especially the fucking like Quincy shit with Ichigo and Zengatsu was you know set up like ages ago like Kubo's foreshadowing is you know he like he he's got it in mind he wasn't like it, it was so it, it feels like Dragon Ball where it's you know coming out of nowhere but it's not it's, it obviously isn't it's obviously planned you know so it's like it, it it's again like what I was talking about earlier where the big three are like derived from Dragon Ball but very much distinct and uh better um I mean, maybe I'd enjoy re- I don't know about re-reading re- Dragon Ball, because um, it's like, Dragon Ball's good, uh, Dragon Ball, the, 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 after the, the Saiyan saga, it's like, oh, Dragon Ball, mm. anyway, um, oh, also, like, one, moving on I to- guess, like, final or, comment up? I wanted to make just on Bleach's general is obviously gotta, like, more than any other series I've read, like, I think of anything, like, Kubo's got really great character designs. Like it really runs oh, the spectrum. If you've good. got like your manly, muscular men, you've got your more, you know, your more handsome men. Yeah, you've got your handsome men. Yeah. You've got even got some femboys in there. You've got like uh, 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 Yorichi's brother basically looks like a girl, but is a boy. You know, so you've got that. You've yes. got your girly girls. You've got your your uh, tomboys. Yeah, your tomboys. You your, your butch girls. You've got your, uh, your beauty. Your beauty. Your, your badasses. Girls. You got your your badass cute girls. girls. Like it's a yeah. Runs, Very runs small, the spectrum. Angry girls. Everybody is getting yeah. something there. It's 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 good. It, a lot of very yeah, lots of variety. Like I I, I think the Vizards are still like my general favorite set of designs, just because I think they all look pretty cool for the most part. And then they got their masks too, and I'm just like, yeah, these guys are cool. Yeah. Um, I just wish they did more. I mean, the one fat dude got a fight, and Shinji was fighting Aizen and stuff. But like, 
Yeah. Oh, and he, 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 Himiko, Hiyako, the tiny girl, she was doing stuff, especially in the, uh, with Ichigo, she was, you know, being a little brat. Um, I do think that there were yeah, some anyway. points with Bleach where, like, some of the characters looked a little samey, but when Kubo introduces as many characters as he does, uh, I guess that's... I mean, even, the, like, the only ones I'm thinking, like, Kayan kind of looks like black-haired Ichigo a little bit. Um, like, I could kind of see that, but, like, um... Maybe there's a few others I'm not remembering, but um, overall, like, yeah, his designs are great. His art's great. Like, it stayed pretty consistently great throughout. Like, even with Manga Stream, like, fucking up the the co- contrast, like, it still looked. You, there was still good. There was still good looking stuff. You know, his his his, his panel flow is really good. Like, Kubo is a great artist. Like, you cannot deny that. <laughs> um, I I like I said last time, I'd get the art book if I had like 150 bucks to throw around, and I don't even have all the One Piece art books. So let let that be known. <laughs> And um, on that note, we can segue into favorite characters. See yes, what I did there? Yes, ah. um, hmm, I need to number them. Do you have even? Do you even have five? Because if you don't have five, that's fine. Like if the, the if the last like four if the fourth or fifth spot would just be like there's so many potential ones because there's too many and you really can't choose. Like that'd be fine. Yeah, I'm not um, super confident in my top five here, but I'm just gonna go with what I have. Because um, also the thing is like, yeah, there are just so many characters. I guess. Five, I'll say Kurosuchi, I guess. Really? Okay. Because, like, yeah. he was one of the more distinct ones, all his sciencey stuff. His fights were interesting, especially the Grants and uh, the against the... Well, okay, you weren't as into the left-hand one, but I liked it, so... Um, and come on, his fucking sun yes. pimp coat. How can you hate that? Like... <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, I, I'm, I'm making... I'm making him... Putting him in your list for you. <laughs> I don't know. Go on. Um... Four, I guess, I guess I'll say Rukia at four, just because I felt like she okay. could have done more, but, you know, she was she was good. I mean, she didn't really do anything. Like, what did she... Yeah, she didn't do anything in the second half of the the arc, unfortunately. Like, she had a really good moment with the in the last stretch of chapters with her bond Yeah. Cat, but... Um, sorry. But, I keep interrupting. But yeah, like, she, like, I felt like there was some missed potential, which, again, could just be that the bleach ending felt kind of rushed, because it, it was, um... But yeah, she didn't really get that yeah, final moment of, like, she reasons. did the thing. She's part of the group. Blah. Um, so that happened. Uh, I guess three... Uh, uh, I guess I'll say Ikaku three. Okay. Because, you know, I, I was a big fan of his antics generally, him being the fight boy who does the fights. Yes. Um Number two, I guess I'll say Kenpachi. Uh, I know in the very beginning I wasn't as sold on Kenpachi, but as things went along, like he was once Gein was gone, like Kenpachi was sort of took over as he like was the, all that remained. Yeah, yeah, he was all that was left. <laughs> and then obviously number one, I'm still gonna say Gein. Of course, I I would be disappointed if you said anything else. I'm just wondering who your like aesthetic character from One Piece is gonna Although, be, even though, like, and you're, who thing, you're gonna put first, even the, though obviously there's other better characters. I do want to clarify <laughs> though, fine. like when when I'm going through my characters here, a lot of this is like I don't think I re- like unlike with Naruto, where a lot of those characters I think are like really strong, really will stick with me from like a the way they're written. Mm-hmm. With Bleach, it's like they have memorable personalities, but beyond that, there's not a lot of depth i feel that i can dig into you, you, with them uh, uh, and i say the, that you you weren't into it i say yeah. that walking on eggshells because like i <laughs> okay, could just be missing um, everything i don't know i was into it. anyway um i'm just gonna give my list so i guess five okay it's tough <laughs> okay I, I think i'm gonna put four and five i'm not gonna order them but orihime and rukia because they're both good except like with orihime i didn't really appreciate her until getting another perspective later 
and Rukia kind of falls off towards the end a bit. Like she gets like again, she gets her moment, uh-huh. um, and then she kind of doesn't do anything in the last half of the arc. Yeah, and um, so I, I'm not sure if I could choose. They're both great. Um, yeah, Orihime. And again, good. like fucking Orihime being a fucking adorable dork in the full brain yes. arc, and Rukia being <laughs> was really great in the first arc. Like holy shit, she was she was she was the best character in just the first arc, um, easily because she was just so good. Um, but I, and now I am like, uh, uh, best girl, I can't, uh, no. <laughs> so anyway, um, three I think is Aizen. He was a really you know he really lots of presence. Um, great you know just like in the fucking blood war like he was just in a chair for most of it and even still like you couldn't fucking deny that fucker had presence like goddamn um just you know lots of charisma lots of you know memorable moments uh, good conflict with ichigo um speaking of ichigo he'd be number two i know i think his character arc was neat i liked watching him like subtly change and you know have his beliefs challenged and stuff and i really want to reread it to see more of that you know get because now they understand what his character was going with for you know i think i'd get more out of it on the reread um and number one is fucking kenpachi because holy fuck yep <laughs> he's so good i love that fucker oh and one thing i realized is uh his sword's called yachiru and unohana was called yachiru so um i wonder if maybe that like oh no the character wait do the characters name their swords no they have to learn their names hmm so i'm trying to think of like why is that significant? Because I well, my first thought was maybe that like it was like a subconscious thing because he had to you know beat Yachiru Unohana to become Kenpachi. So I don't know. I'll have to think about it more. Um, because they they have the same name and there's the reason for it. I just don't remember the reason or I haven't figured out the reason. So yeah, but yeah, is anyone surprised that Kenpachi was my favorite? <laughs> <laughs> no, just like nobody was surprised that Gein was my favorite. Right. Although even um, then, it's like I love how. Wait, hold on. I think Rukia is the only character we share, which is interesting because Naruto, like, I think we had three, we had, we all had, we both had Naruto, um, Pain, and Obito on our list, so we had a lot of crossover, but well, with this Sasuke, one, we have, like, no Sasuke. crossover. <laughs> oh, Sasuke, you're, so, wait, hold on, no, you had Gara. no, you changed Gara. you put Gara on your list later, never mind, or, is Gara still, um, yeah, I forgot about Sasuke, um, but Gara was, uh, like, an honorary mention, but, yeah, Deidara and Sai, were the only ones that we had different. So yeah, we had like four of the same characters on our list, and but with with Bleach we have one of the same character on our list. So that's interesting, cause, and we both, which makes sense because we both had completely different feelings about the series too. So um, and even then, it's like it's it's close because like I would say Eisen's probably like one of the better written characters in the series. Um, just like with the whole like everything like with him makes sense. It all ties together well. But like at the same time. Yeah, there's so many characters, so it's tough to fit him in there. Just yeah, like, well, because again, there's so much in Bleach. It's like again, I feel like it's a series that's made to just be read and reread, and you pick up more little things every single time in ways that you know I'm not sure. Uh, you know, and it, uh, I, I'd say not that you can't do that with anything. I, I just still think that Bleach is it's so relatively quick to read. It's it's just and the way the chapters are structured, it's just ma- made for it a bit more than something like Naruto or, or One Piece, where it's like you read and you get a big chapter page, you know, breaking up the chapters because it's obviously made a bit more with the serialization in mind. Whereas Kubo didn't give a fuck, and I think that's why a lot of people don't don't like Bleach because they were reading it. And I'm like, and Kubo doesn't give a fuck about the weekly readers. He gives a fuck about the volumes. So. Oh yeah. wait 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 a minute! Um, you you said that we only shared Rukia. We shared Kenpachi too. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. I I forgot. I I, I forgot that you put Kenpachi on yours. Um, yeah. Uh, Kurosuchi, Kaku, and Gin were the ones that I didn't have. Gotcha. You're right. Okay. I I, I miscounted. I'm bad. And even then, um, like, how they... but still, definitely. 
less overlap than with Naruto is my point, so. And even then, like, Ichigo, like, Ichigo's character made sense to progress, but, like, I don't know. I guess I just wasn't as... Just wait for my video, because <laughs> I'm probably going to make one. So, anyway. And even um, then, like, off so yeah, what I, I said here, with... I feel like I'm still missing something, because there's just that many. No, yeah, that's, yeah. There's a lot to, there's a lot to, to dig into with Bleach, I think. And it's just a matter of how much time you want to put into it. And I, you know, I read the series and I went and read a bunch of analysis, so I was at least willing to put in some of that time. And even so, then, like... I want to put in more. I want to reread it, like, this year. Like, I don't fucking do that. Like, I <laughs> generally don't reread or rewatch stuff at all. Like, One Piece is, like, an exception, because I'll reread every chapter, um, like, twice, I guess, actually, like, for um, a comparison, have you reread Naruto yet? Because we finished nope. that a while back. And I, like, I actually still have Naruto scored higher. Like, Naruto, I gave an 8. Madaka Box, I finished recently, I gave it, like, an 8. But Bleach, I give it like a seven, but I'm more interested in rereading it because it's just, it's interesting. Like, even if I like it less than other things, Bleach is fucking interesting. Um, so, yeah, that's, uh, I guess, my final thoughts on Bleach. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised cool. if my top five ends up switching around. Like, even then, there's like, I didn't put Tosen or Komamura in there, but like, the revenge idea was the thing, the theme, the idea I was most interested with Bleach. So, yeah, like, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. But we're, um, so yeah. Um, but I guess. So yeah, we're done with Bleach. That's two of the big three down. Yeah. And one to fucking go. We are reading One Piece next time. And you'll get the episode in two weeks. Um, fuck yes. So next time we are reading One Piece chapters 1 through 41. That which covers the first... It covers Romance, Dawn, um, Buggy, and Kuro. Um, so it's like... Yeah, it's a... Uh, It'll be, yeah, so it'll, just a few short arcs. God, um, this is going to be so refreshing, to... going from reading, like, what do we just do, like, 100 or so chapters with Bleach, <laughs> 104, and now we're going back to f- just 41. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see how much we have to say, because, um, I don't know, I'm excited to get to One Piece. <laughs> Naturally. Because <laughs> we're going from an 8 out of 10 to a 7 out of 10 to a 10 out of 10, baby. <laughs> and for you, it's like a, a 5 out of 10 to hopefully, like, a 9 or a 10 out of 10. Let's We'll see. We'll fucking see. Oh See, God! Now, I, guess I, I, will, I will so say much this... to say about One Piece. Oh God, I'm afraid because <laughs> I will say this ahead <laughs> well, of time. Like oh, going into Bleach, I had low expectations that were actually exceeded going into it. Because um, like <laughs> Which I thought, is maybe... funny because you gave it like a five or a six, and they were. But still even then, like with what people were saying about Bleach, I thought maybe I'd end up giving it like a four or you know, or even a three. Yeah. Yeah. But like with One Piece, I have very high expectations, so it could be possible that they don't get met. We'll see. Okay, we'll see. What I'm afraid about is again, like I have so much to say, so I feel like I'm gonna be like, Matthews, what do you think about this? And you're like, it was fine. And then I go on for like fucking 20 minutes, like explaining why it was great, and you're just like, oh, okay. <laughs> just like that's what I'm afraid of. Like I hope you ha- are able to add. Like I do think it's definitely easier to part. Like the ideas are probably more upfront than with Bleach, maybe. Um. So I, I do think you're going to enjoy One Piece more. The question is, like, like okay, here's the thing. Like, um, you, you, Hunter x Hunter is, like, your favorite anime. And, um, but, like, I, I, and Hunter x Hunter is, like, my second favorite battle series because One Piece is above it. So you now, now that's, like, your expectation is, like, is One Piece better than Hunter x Hunter? Yeah, <laughs> like, that, how, that's how, very and that's, high expectations well, to go in and, with. Well, because... And that I said is like the emotional connection is there too. Like you know, I can recognize that. Like even like when both are said and done, I you know if if Hunter Hunter is like technically like you know there's better there's you know it, it is an obje- like quote unquote objectively like deeper or more interesting series. Like I'm still gonna like One Piece more because like okay Hunter Hunter made me cry like once um, because of Komugi and Meruem, but One Piece will get me like individual moments have made me cry more than like most other things. Period. Like 
One Piece just gets in me emotionally in ways that nothing like nothing else has. So I'm excited to talk about it. Um, in fact, like we might be uh, okay. Uh, I'm afraid because I'm also going to be getting a, a job hunting soon. Um, so I have no idea what the future of the Nen Show schedule is going to be like. Like we're going to finish One Piece. Like if nothing else, we're going to finish the big three on the Nen Show. Like if we have to end it, like we'll find a way to do One Piece. Like it, it, um, I don't I don't want to end it. Of course, I'm just saying like worst case scenario. Um, I want to finish One Piece. I, I mean, okay, catch up to One Piece. Because <laughs> uh, finish One Piece, that's about 10 years out. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, I'm excited to get to One Piece. Um, yeah, um, thank you for listening. Uh, we won't, oh, as, as usual, we won't be responding to comments this episode. Maybe we'll respond to it in uh, chat. Um, I'm, I don't know, I usually forget about it until before, um, right before we have to, rec- the day before we have to record. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening though. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you next time with an actual opening and ending because One Piece actually has openings and endings yeah. at this point, unlike Bleach at this point in the story. Um, thanks and bye.